0: Science. Welcome to Probably Science. I don't like. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Well, we can't edit it out. We can't. No, that was great. Oh, okay. Don't edit that out. All right. I think we got to be truthful on this. Welcome show. to Probably Science. Is that called? That's called puking, right? Uh, when you don't say something the right way, no, no, those radio voices—you're called a puker. The guys, are, hey,
1: I, drop time at five. Oh. Like the,
2: you know the, it's like the, the cadence of like morning radio guys. Oh, as if okay. they're literally throwing no. up the words. Yeah, like, they're called the, they're called the puker.
0: Is that a real? That's a real that thing. Up? That That's
2: sounds a real...
3: like a nickname for like the sidekick. It's it's Bob and the Puker. <laughs> Bob
2: and the Puker. <laughs> 105.7. We got Jimmy and the Tate. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so That's. Am I allowed to talk? I'm I sorry. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't yeah help myself.
4: No, you it's okay. Absolutely, talk. You talk whenever you like. That's the voice of Nikki Glazer. You've already read it on the description, so yeah, there's the no like in...
3: why why are we holding it back? Yeah, right.
4: you're right. Good friend. call. We always
2: hold it back, and people know.
3: Yeah, they just know, they, and it's they just know ridiculous. that I tweeted it, or you right. guys have told me to tweet it, and I just kind of forgot. You know, I yeah. do that so much with podcasts. I do. You know where you like? Do, it's just not like a good podcast. Yeah, and they like keep like. Hey and then they keep mes- messaging you about it like hey can you retweet this and then you just
2: There's a booker keep
3: I'll I'll have to do I'll have to retweet this one because no, now I okay.
2: yeah. <laughs> No, there's it a Better be good cuz there's no way little...
3: <laughs> I will I will
2: There's a booker that books a lot of shows like within a mile of here like valley shit shows mm-hmm. and they're... should we be saying this I'll say it Sure I'll ta- I'll be on the limb alone it's fine um, but they're all bringers but I but I don't bring Like okay. hey, bring me in close it out and I'm not saying it's but not. But you
3: bring it when you, you do I bring it. it. You the but you don't bring people.
2: I leave it all in the court. But then when I leave the court, I forget it at the court. Right. And then I lose the next game. Yeah. Um, but it's weird because the shows, like, I'm very weird. If I'm doing like a club or something or a show I'm proud of, obviously I really want to promote it because it's a great environment to be seen in. But if you're just doing a workshop room uh, and then they're really big about you promoting it, And I always feel so off, like, uh, dude, tweet it, put it on the Facebook, man, get it out there, get it out there. And it's like, dude, we live in LA where people could see me for free at a way better show instead of paying $15 to come to this bowling alley. And I don't really know if I want my people.
3: I love when they're too dumb on Twitter to know that like, if you do at blah, 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 like it only shows up for people that it's-
0: Follow both of those things. Yes.
3: Oh, there's no dot. So you can like get away with promoting it with like, at like,
1: I'm
3: gonna like, at blah, blah, blah. Is, is going gonna to be-, <laughs> be going off tonight. Uh, yeah, and, like, you like you get away with like mentioning it. You just play dumb, like you don't. Know. Uh, yeah,
0: no, that's how Twitter works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to do that. It is funny how many people in this town though think they're gonna build a career off of like just booking a, a-, a weekly glorified open mic. You know, like
3: has that not worked?
2: Uh, it's definitely
0: worked. <laughs> I know. How many Crystal started. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: People have TV shows now that's like, you can, <laughs> you can really make it.
3: Yeah. Well, actually, they
0: kind do of do. Do they di- think I mean,
3: they're going to make it?
0: I mean, they might look to things like Meltdown and be like, that's what this is going to be. But uh, well, Oh, that's a, a good point. Difference. There's a difference. I think it always starts as trading stage time.
3: Yeah, I think it starts as like just a guaranteed place to go up every week.
0: Yeah, but you have to be doing it just because you want to have... If it's Yeah, if you're doing it as a guaranteed place for yourself to get up... That's the best you can hope for motivation wise. Like it's yeah. not going to ever become a thing that's going to like make there's so many people that have that. I think as an actual career goal is to be like a booker for live shows around the L.A. area. I'm <laughs> like, how does the money ever work for this? Thank God there
3: it... are people that want to do that. Though. I mean, yeah, that's true. yeah, it's true. That's,
0: that's true. some people just like putting on a show.
3: Yeah, they do. Yeah. And they're good at there's some people that are so, so good and bless it. them.
4: Yes. God bless them for yeah, existing, because I, I am so bad at And
3: people who are good at like hosting, I'm always like, oh my God. It's the hardest job. doing it. Yeah. You're killing it.
0: Blaine Patch is the greatest of all time. Is he really? You've never seen him host? No. I, always, I mean, I love
3: him yeah. uh, as a Twitterer, and I love his stand-up, and
2: uh, I get, he writes uh, on At Midnight. I get very frustrated with uh, shitty MCs. Very frustrated. Yeah, because I I had a terrible one recently. Uh, well, I started as li- well. I, Nikki, you know this. We we we've known each other for ten years, which is terrifying. Really? Yeah, dude. Oh my god <laughs> um, yeah you haven't changed <laughs> that's not good though. that's not good uh it's not it's been tepid at times it's not good
3: um, you i think i'm a changed, lot happier now
2: actually i think i've changed a little yeah i think i was uh you
3: were this is I was what an, you were like Let no i was an arrogant like. douche I no think you when weren't I st- arrogant you were extremely insecure i know and that you would try to be arrogant to cover it up, but it, I could oh. see right through it. Yeah, no,
2: you could see right through it.
3: Yeah, because you were just, you were, yeah. You yeah,
2: were. no, totally. I was like, th- there was no, uh, adulthood started kicking in pretty late. I'm a late bloomer in every well, sense. Well,
3: I think you were young still. I think, you, how old are you?
2: 28.
3: Yeah, you were ten years ago. You were eighteen. You I started
2: when I was eighteen, yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't have been. But I mean cool. I remember yeah, I I mean I was still like you're an adolescent, your brain's not developed. Yeah. So so but I remember like yeah, being at Zane's and like I met I like met your family. Oh yeah. They came down. <laughs> but
3: <laughs> my boyfriend still hasn't, but you have.
2: Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, I know I know. <laughs> that feels that feels incredible. Um, yeah, I talked cycling with your father and uh, and uh, but Anyway, the point is, when you're brought up through those club systems, they pay the host, so it's a goal to host, and it's, like, your only stage time in town. Oh, hell yeah. So you you know that, like, they teach you how to do it, and it's it has to be completely egoless. Like, you can't go up and do your brilliant thoughts on the government. It's like, you're a or fucking cheerleader. Or work. Yeah. But, but
4: the other thing, and this is, I think this is one of the biggest mistakes America makes with comedy. Like, I think some things American does comedy yes, better, and some things it does exactly it worse. Exactly what you're going to say. Putting the newest person. Yes. Why is th- why is the host, which is one of the most important jobs in right. the show, like se- I th- second only Here's to headliner? It be.
3: The feature act should go first. Do twenty like yeah. do a longer spot, then bring in the MC spot. The,
4: right, the... and that's what both Britain and Canada and Australia Can- Canada and Canada does of, great with that. Yeah, you put yeah. like do they? You put one of, sometimes, but like, <laughs> but Britain, you definitely. At good clubs, they have someone who's more experienced going on to host the yes. show, and the least experienced person, the one who's just graduating right. from the open mics, has a guest set for five minutes in the middle. New or 10 York does in the that middle.
3: with shows, where they have the... They, they've they kind of got, gotten there, I think, sure. where they have the, the MC is like... Fucking fantastic!
4: And Boston, apparently, used to do that when it was in its the sort of stand up heyday.
3: Okay. I love that these p- podcasts, even if they're themed like not on comedy, <laughs> they, we just talk about. Yeah. comedy. For <laughs> twenty minutes. Like, is sorry, people, you, yeah. if you're interested in the real topic. I think I warned you when
4: I asked you to do the show that we we're very bad at staying on topic. No, <laughs>
3: yeah. I, what podcast isn't?
4: But we uh, we were talking just before the show just before we started recording we were talking about ASMR yeah, and then we were like we gotta record this because you wanted to talk about it on air we've talked about it a bit on air Mm -hmm. and I still don't know if there's this is a science podcast and I still don't know if there's any real
0: good research Mm -mm. it's still a little bit in the grey area of whether it's a Well, It's it's not like it's um, It's called
3: a phenomenon
0: It's
4: a phenomenon All I know is This is something that I have memories of experiencing Right down to when I was a kid Me too And then suddenly read about it For the first time A year and a half ago And I was like Oh This is exactly that thing That I Never had a way of explaining To other people Yeah
3: I I thought I was a lesbian For many (laughs) years Because it would always happen With me with like Really soft spoken women Yeah And like when they would be Close to me like Showing me a book Or like you know, helping me with my homework, and they're like jewelry would jingle or whatever. And I would get this, like, just you know, the yeah. best feeling in the world that I, I guess I thought was sexual because I had never experienced yeah. a sexual right. feeling. So I'm just like, oh, I guess this feels wrong because it's so good and I just want it to last. And um, <laughs> so I thought I was like gay for a while because of it.
2: Do you think a lot of people think they're Catholic for the same reasons? What do you mean? Church is so fucking boring. Do you think a lot of people just get that feeling, but it's just ASMR? They're like, I think
4: that's Jesus. If there's a priest who's just that kind of speaks in that kind of way. Yeah, like the way
2: you thought it was
0: sexual. I think maybe a lot of people think it's spiritual. I could see that.
2: Yeah. Or Why
3: like,
0: don't I define this thing for listeners that haven't heard it? When us talk
3: you're molested by a priest, it could be spiritual too.
2: No, absolutely. <laughs> like, that's when you get ASMR. To I me, think. it's
0: sexual, but, you know.
2: Right, yeah, it
4: depends. Everyone gets affected <laughs> different ways.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> so, so,
0: ASMR is <laughs> Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. It's a uh, neologism, which makes me think okay, even Wikipedia thinks it's kind of bullshit, as in, like, a new term for. A uh, perceptual phenomenon categorized as a distinct, pleasurable tingling sensation in the head, scalp, back, or peripheral regions of the body in response to visual auditory, tactile, ol- olfactory, or cognitive stimuli. Mm-hmm. I always get it like between my ears and the
4: back of my head, kind of. yeah, I get sort of like the top of my back down to the middle of my back and up, sort of up my spine a bit. But- I always get it. This is I weird. I
3: believe you all get it. That is. This is it's very weird, rare to yeah. have four out of four people who get I've it. Because I've normally
4: had conversations where there'll be one person, then we're explaining to everyone else around the table. This is.
3: Yeah, and people just don't get it. Where do you get it, Jesse? Uh,
2: I well, I get it sort of in my forehead, uh, and then yeah, it goes back. It's very it's very involved with my ears, like through the back yeah. of my ears. I'll get this tingling, like in the lymph nodes.
4: I can sometimes encourage it just by sort of slightly scratching the bit of my back that it kicks off in
0: as well. Just I've gotten it, about it. I can kind of make a little bit of it happen. burnt out.
3: I can't even trigger mine anymore. Oh. I You've video- it? Yeah, I really I watch those videos all like so I watch, watch them quite a times bit. A day yeah,
2: I watch them quite a because bit
3: because I take lots of naps and I just they just it's almost like meditative. Like I just like hearing it, but I'm burnt out right now. Like I haven't listened to one in a couple of days because I realize like. This isn't even, this is annoying. It's just someone whispering. Yeah. Like it's not even.
2: Well, becoming self aware during an ASMR sesh is always a bummer. Oh. Because you my feel God. like the, because <laughs> I put my headphones on. I have like the 3D headphones. Yeah. So I'll put the headphones on and it'll be like I'm getting a relaxing haircut, haircut. from some lady. Yeah. I can't do the role play si- stuff. I'm it's too th- creepy to me. You just like, said you could. You said you could not perform role perform. play. You I said eating, uh, like.
3: Yeah, but they're just. I like just when they're just like eating something and they're just like talking about their day. Like it's a real thing as opposed to like, hi, welcome to the salon. You look lovely today. Okay, let me see. It does make me feel
1: ready.
4: dumb. Like it's just like. Yeah. The the, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which, by the way, did you ever used to like The Joy of Painting, the Bob Ross show? Oh, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. That's
3: the one that like set off a lot of people. Because
4: I think, yeah, that's one I of thought the reasons was the lesbian why that guy was that so, show. It was too. It was.
3: Yeah. He. But he's a. Like I. A woman's voice triggers me. I think it's from I have a theory that it a lot of people feel it who felt um like very chaotic as like lived in a chaotic oh. household where there was a lot of stress and anxiety as a kid and it just is this soothing thing that you like yeah. I, I I just didn't get a lot of like like oh nurturing as a kid. You didn't? And I think that I sought that out in like uh, gentle women who would like help me with my homework at school or like I just I needed like a hmm. mother figure so I think that is what it is for me
2: okay my mom does have a voice like a fucking mosquito okay that <laughs> like yeah. like you know how they say no matter what you're, it's like the same way like your mother's embrace will calm you no matter what it's ingrained my mom's yeah. voice has never mm. done it for me ever hey sweetie hey <laughs> like at my whole fucking life even when I was three I'm like this is so annoying yeah this woman's voice
0: is oh. brutal
3: no, I just <laughs> yeah, my mom I just always feel like she just like doesn't really she's just like uh I don't know how to do this. Like my mom had a,
2: she she got, got weird when I she got weird young. when I was hugging her. Like she got weird. Oh really? I Yeah, I
3: don't really go in for it that all. Now she wants to hug all the time, but it's just
2: How do you feel about that? Cuz I was having this thought recently is that my uh my mom was also a very young mother. So I'm always thinking about like when my mom was my age now, I was in first grade. Oh, I know. And then I think about how she was this godlike knows all being, and then I think about where my head's at, and it can't be that different. I'm yeah. like, so my mom was just thinking about the most fucked up stuff all day. Yeah, like your the, mom
3: was an asshole. Like, yeah, she was, young, she was a young idiot. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so
3: many parents are.
2: This is the, this is like. That's, like, the best way to, like, insult me is, like, through my mother's age. You're like, yeah, your mom is, like, a small-dicked train wreck. I get it. Like, you're- <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> she hosted so- a middling podcast in her backyard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> your mom would sit in her backyard. Your mom has to pee too much and doesn't know if she should see yeah. someone about oh it. I totally get it. I
3: totally think that way about my mom, though. Like, when I was 25 to have a baby come out of me and, like, yeah. like raise it, that's... An- and I'm more. I think I'm more like uh, emotionally advanced than my own mother is now. So like to think of her at 25, like it's just insane to me. It was it's, all. Just, I, it's a it miracle was
0: all fake that it till I, you make it. That's what every parent. I think you have to. Yeah, yeah. Well, this we
2: discussed this on the show with. I don't and I don't mean to uh, go go too blue, but we discussed it with with the sex talk with your children about how. Your parents are faking it till you make it, right? Yeah. They're faking it. Mm-hmm. So you think they're so much more adult. So when you first start having those thoughts, you feel like a monster because the sex talk is always how it works. It's not like, "Oh, and by the way, this is all you're going to think about for like a decade."
0: Right. So
2: I remember when I first started t- touching myself. Yeah. I felt like evil or like something was oh, wrong yeah, with totally. me because my Everybody parents does. were so advanced and mature
0: but it's like my dad was still jerking That's off That's the thing is yeah. you, you don't even like, realize that for so many years like even at that point when he's having the talk like that day he's probably <laughs> yeah, really. yeah that would help
1: if,
3: if they were like guess what I do this every day yeah. too
2: it's not wrong yeah. Yeah, that like this, would be helpful they're like this doesn't really Maybe you don't, you do don't really that. stop thinking about this here's so. how you
3: do it son and then you show him
2: and then you show oh, him but yeah. you show him on you his, his body and then yeah, yeah.
3: I never no, got, got in to talk
2: son. Well, I didn't see you there and <laughs> then spin around the chairs slowly no I never got to talk either because I was a very visual learner my parents made me watch and then it was I'm the only person that ever walked out on their parents having sex as a kid which I think is very do that
3: on stage no that's fucking that's hilarious you yeah. well it's
2: a very that. nicky joke
3: no well maybe that's why i like it
0: yeah
2: <laughs> someone's got to
0: claim that
3: that's really good
4: you, boring <laughs> the, the soft-spoken thing doesn't specifically do it for me like so those videos yeah. don't work on me at all. like my my trigger and again i think we've talked about this on the show before yeah i'm triggered by people talking like almost patronizing about something about something really simple so, for example,
0: or being wrong, I thought it was
4: also being or being me. wrong. Like if someone's like if someone's telling me about my horoscope or reading my palm or something like that, yeah. or explaining how something very basic works. And the earliest the earliest trigger I remember, and it wasn't the first time it happened, but it was the first time I remember trying to explain this feeling to someone to my sister and mm-hmm. and having She's no like, idea. You're I mean. a lesbian, right? right. <laughs> she
3: ran away. Yeah,
4: <laughs> she did that a lot. But um it was we were on a a glass bottom boat. Tour somewhere on vacation. It's literal. That's not a figurative. Um, I know. It's okay. Yeah. There was a, like, you have those, right? The other thing where, where it's like it's a, a little. A coffee
0: table and a, a friendly.
4: God, you're like lady. in a Wes
3: Anderson film. I, <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean, okay. yeah, I, I, I guess is, we is can those, all grasp is what those, you're talking You about. had
2: your briefcase full of framed butterflies. <laughs> okay. For no it's that reason. thing where
4: you go out on a, you will, you go go out a boat <laughs> on the ocean and there's a little, like, viewing floor where you can lean over the site and there's a little glass bit and you can actually see the so cool. marine life. Mm hmm. And that's what it is. Okay. And we were on the boat, and I was about eight. Well, you
0: just explain that to me. I got ASMR. Does that mean anything to you? <laughs> okay,
4: that'll <different>. Nice. <laughs> so so there was a little viewing window thing, and we were watching it for a bit, but I was about eight or whatever, so I got bored after a while. and didn't want to stand up, so I, my sister and I went to sit down on the edge where you couldn't see the, the fish. And someone came over and explained to me after a while. He went, if you look over the side, you can see the fish swimming? And that set me off like because I remember I was like, like I was even, yeah, I know, but he did it so, he pac- oh, so patiently explained something that I knew. I have guy
3: to send to you, uh, an artist oh, okay. who is like, he, ASMRtist. he's like, a, he's like, like an it. Indian guy who just describes little like toys, like McDonald's toys and just like things that you're like, where did you even find this? And he has hundreds of videos. Like he does like, he'll like take like a bag of chips and be like, oh, kettle cooked chips, sea salt and vinegar. Oh, it's crafted with care. He'll just like read the ingredients. You're like, I could do this myself. Like, <laughs> what are you doing?
2: So well, I, you. I always get it. Always. And we've talked about this before. If I'm checking into a hotel... And they have one of those fucking laminated maps of the hotel layout, yeah. and they're trying to explain to me oh, where my room yeah. is. They turn the map around. They take their pin. You can hear the pin on the map. That's like, a good one. They're like, "Okay, we're here in the lobby, so you're gonna want to get on the elevator, and it's gonna be the third floor." And I see the pin go over to my room, yeah. and I'm just like, "Fucking don't stop, don't ever stop." Yeah. I'll start jerking off in the where's
0: lobby. Where's the gym? Yeah. They also, okay. like, where's the gym? like where would I park? You know those waiters <laughs> when when your table has like a piece of paper instead of a, a tablecloth, and they write their name upside works, down so yeah, you can
3: see it. Yeah, macaroni yeah. grill.
0: Oh, I thought you meant like Indian restaurants. No, by the way, I hope all of our listeners have ASMR triggers that involve weed whackers, airplanes, and lawnmowers yeah, because today is the absolute loudest. Oh, it's Wednesday. It's oh, is that the? Oh, day? wait, it's not all Wednesday. It's not, it's I don't know Wednesday. what day it is ever. Get there. Oh man, this is like this is going to show up on on the recording.
2: It's it's
3: it's okay. Uh, it's okay. It's like a.
0: I'm sorry, guys. I'm not. Okay.
3: Deal with it. I can't even take this out turn and it post. Off I can't.
0: Want. I don't think I can noise remove this. I think we'll cut. Yeah, I think. Uh, is, no, is, is that a generator? No, that's a lawnmower. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, some. Uh, I don't know if we should take a break on this or not. No, dude, they're just. It's fine. <sighs> okay.
3: People can deal with it.
0: I hope they can. You guys can. Yeah, you can put up with this. Enjoy this. You or fast years forward and hear for when it's not doing that.
4: <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh Nikki, we always ask our guests this. uh, What, if anything, is your background in science? And it doesn't have to be anything in particular. It could just be a class that you enjoyed or... Right. Or a class you hated.
3: um, I'm really interested in... uh I like animals or I, I, I used to like I think a lot of girls in third grade say they want to be a marine biologist because that's just like two words you hear and you're just like that's I get to like pet whales all day so that's what I wanted to do I just want I thought that's what marine biologists do but it turns out you have to like measure them and shit <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I, uh, I quickly I, shifted that to actress
2: I literally when I was a kid and people would talk about being a marine biologist I thought it meant like joining the marines and then just being a biologist oh, wow. like wow. the weirdest it'd be like like I want to be an army actress Astronaut, yeah. like the weirdest <laughs> combo. I'm like, that sounds like a nightmare. I think
3: I just wanted to work at SeaWorld. Like yeah. that is, I, I thought marine biologists were the girls who like, you know, train with the things and
4: did, the, the one did
0: in the wetsuit who rides the back of the dolphin. Yes, who
3: eventually gets her ponytail. Oh, you know, yeah. ripped down and drowned. Did, did yeah,
0: you, did you watch Voyage of the Mimi? Is that why you had? I did watch. You Voyage did, did watch the Mimi? with did you, Ben Voyage of the Mimi, oh, you're probably too. I don't know how. I don't I'm want to 30, ask anyone their age, but uh, I um, watched it
3: in seventh grade in Mr. Stoby's science class. Yeah.
0: Stobie. It Stobie. Was like an interdisciplinary series of videos that you could put on instead of teaching. So, yeah, so it was you know? so dumb. Yeah.
3: I don't remember learning anything.
0: I, I remembered how to. Um, this is the this is the sign language for whale because one of the characters. Oh, the deaf. deaf lady. Yeah. Yes, totally remember. The, so sign so language for whale it's is like a sort of
4: almost clapping f- motion with your hand turned sideways on your forehead. Yeah,
0: and I wonder that. Uh, yeah, people would do a lot. I think it was the point of having that character was to have like this, you know, United Colors of Benetton diversity thing. But instead, it resulted in a lot of people doing impressions of that deaf lady for years after that. That's weird
4: because normally school children are really sensitive, yeah,
0: right, to anyone uh, different to them. Yeah. Like, yeah,
3: um, yeah. I I think science is awesome. I believe, you know, I'm I'm like a pretty. I think I'm probably an atheist, so I'm all about science. Yeah. yeah. I believe in climate change. I'm Mo- fucking scared. I think about it this all the time, terrifying. and I try not to. I try not to, but it's it, like I have dreams about it. And, uh, about climate change? Oh yeah, like about what? just you know the world coming to an end, which it totally is. Thanks to the I don't understand people having children.
2: Oh, right wow. now well, we, we talked like, about
3: this last. Point.
2: We talked about this last week, where I think that um, having over two children. Like, you can equal your own numbers. Like, if two people have two kids, you even out. If two people have one kid, you're lowering the population. Yeah, I mean, when we hit, like, 10 million, the shit goes down. I think we need to, we need to get it back. 10 billion. Uh, 10 billion. Yeah. And that's also- even 10 million. I think, look, the amount of people that, like... Even if you told me the whole world's population is just going to be the amount of
4: fucking stand-up comics right now, I would say that's too many people. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm not sure. Like- I'm not sure it even works just to have two kids, because the whole time you're both alive, that's still more than just you on the planet. Like if you if you if yes. you died the second you gave birth to the second kid, and you both you both. Disappeared how are you going like, to give birth? God willing? Right? Yeah. <laughs> one in, one out. That's how. Yeah, it I'm afraid be. He, died yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he died in childbirth. <laughs> And that's, what was he doing? How
2: did he manage that? <laughs> yeah, he'd never seen anything like that before. He was,
4: yeah. He should have watched a video
2: first.
1: <laughs> to be
4: fair, it's slippery in there.
1: There's <laughs> lots of things that
4: can go wrong. <laughs> wow. But that means, yeah, the whole time you're alive, and then if your children also have two children, then that's a period, That's a certain period of time where... Where
3: six people might, be, if you're still yeah. alive when you have grandchildren.
4: So that's suddenly, yeah, two people have become six for the entire eating. duration of your lives. But oh. then they become four, and they become... On but the back
2: then, end. But then, and then by that point, it's six again. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The lifespan does not eat. I see yeah.
3: pregnant women, and I know this is wrong, but like... You want to punch I, them? I kind of just want to say, like, you should be embarrassed. Like, what because are you doing? Because you've had sex? Well, yeah. Like, yeah, you should be ashamed it, of it yourself, obviously you Obviously for that. Yeah. But also, like, put that... Like, I if I were pregnant, I would, like, stay inside. I think it's embarrassing because <laughs> there's adoption, and there's also, like... Just find another way. I don't know. I just, it really like upsets I, me. People are, I think it's selfish.
2: I'm, I am with you 100%, and it's a, a point of view that is frowned upon, as you know. Sure. Uh, but I'm with you 100% on that. I, no um, exceptions. What do you mean? Anytime someone decides to have a child, they're being selfish? No, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm saying if I'm at uh, a restaurant. Mm mm-hmm and there's a booth next to me and there's two parents and there are four fucking kids. I think you'd, you're, you th- to me, that's the same as watching yeah. someone dump all of their trash beside the highway. I'm just like, you fucking assholes. I like, what Are you, you, you times... trying to start a bluegrass band? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Oh
3: my God. When people have more than two kids, it is, it's, that should be, that should be, that's t- this so embarrassing.
0: Is sound of music recreation? Like, what are you doing? And I, res- I don't have a response to this, but it feels, it feels unnecessarily hateful. For some reason, but I don't don't have it. But I mean, you know, overpopulation is a huge problem, so I I don't want to have kids
4: myself. I'm from a family of four, and I don't want to have kids. And partly, part of the reason, apart from the fact that I don't think I'm in any way equipped to raise a child,
2: I just think that we're, we're unchecked. We like humans have taken over the world to such a degree with no natural predators. I know everything balances out and fucking plagues or what, but we're so unchecked. I, I I don't think it's natural for us to be, like, I don't think Octomom would exist. You would just have, a, I mean, I know that was, like, right. lab babies, but I'm saying you would, like, have these kids, a bunch of them would fucking die by the time they're whatever. But
3: I do want to have kids, but I do, I, I'm not going to because I don't feel like I deserve to. Like, what have I done? Like, I feel like you, just because you can doesn't mean you should, Uh, like you need to not only like really want to but you have to have like enough means to to have it and to make sure it gets a good education and it has a good future people that like uh, i was talking about um doing a surrogacy because i don't want to like ruin my vagina if i did have a baby like giving your egg to a girl it comes out looking like you Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you do that my friends like it's really expensive and i'm like well if you can't afford that you shouldn't have a baby anyway like that should be
2: it's about the
4: vagina not the rest of the body
3: it's also about everything. Just, just
4: the, like, yeah, you know, yeah a lot,
3: Just, I don't want...
1: You want to keep I don't the, know about
4: that, because then when you get, it, then you get into matters of, well, what is even being able to afford a kid involved? Like, some people raise kids amazingly on no money, and some ki- people raise kids horribly with all the money in the world.
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a great point. Um... And by guess, I mean it is a great point, but I just think that there's so many <laughs> fucking idiots having kids.
2: But don't and you want to in that me. in that sense? Don't you want to outbreed them though? Because that's another that's thought what I, I have. was. That's what yeah, I was. Just it's, ask. It's like, no,
3: because I don't think I'm not an idiot.
2: You I think th- that. I don't think I'm not an idiot.
3: Like I don't think I could be a terrible mother. Like it, it could happen. And I, I don't. Well, yeah,
2: let's not make facts hypothetical. And, oh, I mean, I. I
3: just I like have these moments where I like you know we all have the moment where there's a screaming baby on the plane. We're like, oh, that's great birth control. But like, right. I see like, you know, like the other day I live in Chelsea in New York, and this like very flamboyant gay kid was like with his with his mom on the street, and he was just like trying to get a cab, and he's like, excuse me, sir, excuse me, like being rude about like a cab to no Ugh. one because there was no cab. He was just like, hello. And then the mom was just like, oh, honey, I I had a cab before. And she's like, he's like, Mom, I didn't want that cab. And he was like, a God. 25-year-old, like, just brat. And I was like, fuck this. Like, yeah. and then I went to the gym and there was some girl in the locker room being like, Mom, I know. And she was like tw- She was like my age. I'm like, your kids fucking and I talk that way to my parents. Like, it's just, I don't want to be. I don't want to be yelled at by a little ingrate, and I think that no matter what you do, that you you can risk that. You're going to
0: get yelled at by an ingrate at some point if you're a parent. Ugh. Like, yeah, yeah. That's no.
3: then
4: again, so in you're life, basing a gonna lot happen. of it on how bad a daughter you are.
3: Yeah, or like how
4: bad, <laughs> oh, yeah, I like, ruined like, my children lives. are yeah. to
3: their parents. Like, and and I'm a good person, I think deep down, but I can still be a brat, and it, it's just uh, yeah, I don't know, I just don't. I waver on whether or not I'll have, if I, if I have kids someday, God damn it. I'm very embarrassed by the stance I took here, but it's, I well, don't be, well,
0: that's your opinion. You're
2: that's also, you're also like opinions have. change. Like, I mean, I, I sure, accept but, that I could change my thoughts on it. Yeah. I don't know if the, hypocrisy I think has to happen at the moment. Like hypocrisy is if you're, if you're wearing your Greenpeace shirt and you're littering, that's hypocrisy. But if you at some point just change your mind, I don't it's like, oh, dude, you flip flopping. You said a thing 10 years ago and then you did the opposite thing. It's like, yeah, dude, sorry, I evolved a little. Right, right.
3: I have a good idea. (laughs) I just thought of it. Okay, the same screening process people go through to adopt a child and be like, okay, this is a good parenting household. They have everything under control is the same thing that should be like, okay, you can have a kid.
0: Right, like everyone's sterilized until they get the unsterilization, His, which requires the test. What about yeah, that? That's that, like in a sci-fi that? movie, is bordering on in, eugenics. It's getting on yeah. eugenics. No, yeah, yeah. it's
3: not. No, because uh, adoption isn't eugenics. Anyone can adopt, but they have to pr- but prove that is, until they're not
4: proven. an abusive household. But then you household. get into the case of like, who gets to decide who right. produces. Isn't and who this in some reboot. sci-fi
0: book or The adoption agencies, movie? the people that I'm are already deciding. Obviously,
3: we've sure given them the power to relegate what kids should go where.
4: Yeah.
2: On paper, you sounds- could use the pro-life argument to win that case. You could be like, you said it's a child, not a choice.
3: I'm not pro-life. So we're making I'm the prolific. choice. i no.
2: Hey. No, no, no. I thought
0: of that hey. the other day. I like that. <laughs> wow.
2: Thanks.
0: By the way, this sort of um, ties in with a, a listener email. So people can always email us at probablyscience at gmail.com. And um, Scott Fitzgerald wrote in because last week we discussed the doomsday clock and the various problems that will... Scott Fitzgerald. <laughs> <laughs> he said, F... Scott Fitzgerald. F him indeed. Um, So he wrote in to to give his opinion on what's going to end the human race. And it is food that he says will be the problem, not oil, gas, or coal. And this this actually, um, I mean, I haven't been able to do enough research to decide if I'm on board with this or not. But his theory is it's a phosphorus shortage. We're reaching peak phosphorus. He says that we currently produce 10 billion people worth of food. And... um, Nitrogen in the soil cycle and phosphorus fertilizers have been the biggest factors allowing us to go from producing food for a billion people two centuries ago to 10 billion people today. Um, That is growing the crops for us and for our feed animals. Uh, Not only have we caused nitrogen soil cycle disruption, which has caused the long term consequences to the biosphere and creation of unusable soil. Um, phosphorus is a limited element like helium and essential to all life on Earth, like nitrogen. And according to this listener, um, we, we hit peak phosphorus in 2030 and will run out of mineable phosphorus Whoa. by the end of the century at current demand. This is the part where if you do some Googling, you can see a lot of counter arguments about how people have determined how much phosphorus is out there. So I wrote back saying, interesting. Here's a counterpoint that I saw. Then he wrote back to say, I take it all back. Uh, Googling is the greatest threat to humanity. <laughs> Because he said that I just found some, like, uh, you know, right-wing wonk who's anti-peak phosphorus. I don't know enough what's about a, this phosphorus what's wonk? stuff. Um, isn't that like a, like a, a political, like a, uh, uh, what is the definition of a wonk? I don't think you just like, made it up. No, it's a person who's, like, entrenched in the, I gotta look it up now. What well, while you're wonk? looking
4: it up, there's another story that I think connects to this, and it relates to the last time, uh, one of the one of the last times the population of the Earth Rapidly diminished, particularly in a non-war sense, and that was the plague, the Black Death. Yes. Which, I don't know how much you're aware of that. That was a, a brutal time. It sounded yeah. like
0: it wasn't the best.
4: All across Europe. Um, and there were several, weren't there? Several. I think it had a couple of waves. Sure. Mm-hmm. It arrived in Europe in 1347, and uh, originally blamed on rats. Sure. If you aware, and then I read something a while ago where they're like, actually, it was the fleas that were carried on rats that were responsible for carrying the plague. Right, and then what was on them? You know, uh, I mean, who, who plague? But there's a new study that suggests we might be wrong entirely about rats. What? Might not to be rats at all.
3: Wow, they are like the symbol of the
4: plague. Right, I know. And instead, do you, do you want to even? In fact, the other two know this story already. But Nikki, do you want to take any kind of guess at the new animal this has been pinned on?
3: It's an animal.
4: It is an animal. It's like for,
3: not like a, you're not like, it's not a trick question. Like a human. No, it's no a, it's man a,
4: is the biggest threat. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: an animal. And it was in Europe. Oh, that is hard because I, I don't know that there were any animals in Europe at the time other than rats. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
4: That was pretty much it. <laughs> oh, anywhere. I would say
3: um, a, a pigeon.
4: That's, that would That's be a good guess. guess. That's a good guess. Great guess. Um gerbils Richard Gere (laughs) (laughs) yep I think he was actually protecting people from he was he was yeah that's That's how (laughs) you get rid of the plague there's bacteria in there that kills plague so gerbils from Asia apparently might be the, the root of this Professor Nils Christian Stenson from the University of Oslo says if we're right we'll have to rewrite this part of history the studies and the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences um Black Death originated in Asia, arrived in Europe in 1347, and caused one of the deadliest outbreaks in human history. Over the next 400 years, epidemics broke out again and again, killing millions. <laughs> it's been thought black rats were responsible uh, for allowing the plague to establish in Europe, with new outbreaks occurring when fleas jumped from infected rodents to humans. But Professor Stenson, uh, Stenzer Seth rather, and his colleagues do not think a rat reservoir was to blame. They compared tree-ring records from Europe with 7,711 historical plague outbreaks to see if the weather conditions would have been optimum for a rat-driven outbreak. He said for this, you would need warm summers with not too much precipitation. Dry, but not too dry. And we looked at the broad spectrum of climate indices, and there is no relationship between the appearance of plague and the weather. Oh, you know those 1340s fucking
2: weather report records? <laughs> right? Well, that tree are
4: the, rings. Uh, they can
3: um, They can see if it was a, a wet... Climate or if it's dry. a thicker
0: ring, it was a. Better year I for growth. Remember the tree. You would
3: think thicker there are wetter. trees that are yeah. there are trees that are. That I know. Old. I get wetter when it's. I thicker. think. So.
4: And if not, like
2: sort of. <laughs> there dead are no trees. way there are trees that are that fucking old. Well, there are dead trees. Thirteen hundred. Um, yeah, there are. No way, dude. Seven
3: hundred
0: year old tree. There's way older yeah, trees than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, there are. There are over a thousand. Type year in old oldest trees. tree.
3: I'm doing Actually, that right someone, now. Someone they were like trying to find out how old the oldest tree was, and I think they killed it.
4: Oh shit! Yeah, here we go.
3: In like the past four years.
4: The oldest is currently thought to be Methuselah, which is a bristlecone pine tree from California's White Mountains, uh-huh. thought to be almost five thousand years old. Jesus,
0: right? Yeah, there was one that fell down in Oregon. Yeah. So I've, I've been going
3: around my backyard that's seven hundred years. I've been hundred
0: year old one that fell at this campsite in Oregon where I used to go a lot, and it Every- missed all the tents. It like fell between them all. It was this ten foot wide tree, and they closed down the campsite to like test the safety of all the trees every the day
2: i have been posting and updating on my trees are only 300 years old blog <laughs> right this is so embarrassing to find yeah. this I out
3: believe no one's called you out for that yet. no because <laughs> I've, been, I've, I've been i've been spreading this info
2: that. yeah i know i've been spreading this info fervently handing a, out shirts he's a young treer yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a whole
0: movement
3: well it's... here's my question how did the black plague end and and how did how was it eradicated a rat. A <laughs> gerbil, <I>
0: mean, <laughs> I'm
4: not sure. I think it just died out. Of times. I mean, it,
3: it, it, there's a possibility that that could come back from kids having gerbils in their.
4: Well, we're vaccinated for it now.
3: We are for the black plague.
2: For, uh, I think so. Are
3: we? Is that? How, is that how I don't they, know that's they come up of with the vaccination? I realize I was.
2: I realize I was just wrong about a thing, yeah. and then said another thing. So I. I, I don't the, have much stock in this. With the same
3: bravado, too. Like. Oh,
2: here's something I actually do know. Real fact about rats is. Um, Rat fact. Rat fact. Rat facts. (laughs) uh, You know, Werner Herzog's like my favorite psycho. Of course. Um, Like he's, he's just the best. Like his, his, if you want to hear like a hilarious thing, just all you have to do is uh, YouTube, uh, Werner Herzog jungle rant because it's like while he's filming one of his movies and he's just at the end of his rope and bitching about the jungle on film Is it, is on it film. the one that uh, Even the-, the stars are a mess Club <laughs> <laughs> He goes he, go, he goes People love the jungle The sounds of the birds and the animal wildlife but It's just the sounds of murder and rape <laughs>
1: That's amazing. It's
2: anarchy in the jungle. Um,
0: Isn't there a making of Fitzcarraldo movie about his weird relationship with Klaus Kinski? That's what it is. Okay. I haven't seen that.
2: But Klaus Kinski, who played Nosferatu, he remade Nosferatu, couldn't get the rights to the name Nosferatu, so he had to name it something else. And there's that scene when Nosferatu is showing up in London and unleashes a plague of rats from the boat. Uh Uh-huh. Right? So Werner Herzog, being a fucking psycho, he's the type of guy that gets amazonian tribes to drag boats over mountains for his movies Uh he's like killed people to make his movies um a lot of people died during his movies uh so he (laughs) so he's in some fuck off way eastern european country it like doesn't even have a name anymore and making this movie making the nosferatu movie so he orders like a million rats right and they ship them out but they're the wrong color so to change the color he boils all these fucking rats what so it's like every animal rights group ever like throws shit at Werner Herzog wherever he goes.
0: And I, I, this is how do you
2: boil? A...
3: And wait, th- he killed it though.
2: No, no, he. It was like a temporary. I'm. I'm dead serious about this. This is an actual fact. I know.
0: Rats can um, be boiled without dying. R- you can boil
2: something for like two seconds. It like it's changes blanching. the blanching. They blanch the rats. Shit. Right? Yeah, the, the yeah, they lightly. Yeah. Sure. The blanch.
0: cooking term. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah
2: like blanching. Scald it, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that was like to get the rats a different color because he's like these rats uh, the wrong color it does not inspire fear into the heart of the viewer <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the dark night of the soul will not be thought by the viewer
0: um. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> he's dude have you heard interviews with the guy of course and just even his narration for uh, you know grizzly man or yeah his narration <laughs> for pleasant things like uh, he did that
2: movie about, he did that documentary about the arctic the cave oh. or, or the antarctica oh I haven't seen that it's in known facts that one out of 100 of these cute little penguins will go crazy and be driven to suicide. <laughs> it's like, why are you telling me this, man?
3: <laughs> I like knowing that.
4: Ah, uh, love them. Um, um,
3: do we know how it stopped?
4: Okay, hang on. So, th- this is. Um, so, this team, this, this science team, they believe that the specific weather conditions in Asia may have caused another plague carrying rodent, the giant gerbil, to thrive, which led to later epidemics in Europe. We show that whenever there are good conditions for gerbils and fleas in Central Asia, some years later the bacteria shows up in harbour cities in Europe and then spreads across the continent. It says a wet spring followed by a warm summer would cause gerbil numbers to boom. Such conditions are good for gerbils. It means a high gerbil population across huge areas and that is good for the plague. The fleas, which also do well in these conditions, would then jump to domestic animals or to humans. And this was a period when trade between the East and the West was at a peak. Plague was most likely brought to Europe along the Silk Road. Which, of course, is the
0: bit of the dark net that you can buy heroin on. Um, There's a vaccine. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Do we get given it as a, as a regular course of vaccines? Uh, no. Okay.
3: Um, the most popular theory of how the plague ended is through the implement, implementation of quarantines.
0: Uh, that makes sense. I only recently learned that that refers to uh, the core part is 40 days. Is how long they would keep people who were on ships before uh, at in the water before they could come on shore. And they would keep you there with a teen. They would and send hygiene. out a teen. Yes. Yeah. But I mean they so use that, that term work. to it would send out a teen. And it would be a
3: core and teen
0: Forty days with a teen. Oh, okay, all right. But yeah. yeah. like they use that term. Because
3: it was airborne over time.
0: Because the plague was.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah, and so clean air cleaned it up.
2: That's insane that you just remembered all that, Nikki. <laughs> I
3: know. It's just an, it I it keeps it's like, coming to me. No, I
2: know stuff's like in your brain, they say, like, if you've heard it while you're asleep, even it can come back. That's insane.
3: And there's been recurrences of it.
2: Wow. Yeah. It's weird, because that's not mean? even a word you can... use often. Like, that doesn't sound like your speech, uh, but it's amazing. Well,
3: it did begu- begin to subside in thirteen uh, in the 1350s. Uh, it was not eliminated, though. Uh, many historians believe the pandemic had simply just run its course in Europe and Russia and the Middle East. This is like Wayne's
0: World. It. Yeah. It's amazing, I, <laughs> I feel like wow she is prepping for her new one woman show about the plague
3: the resurgences of the black death were very common in medieval times Mm -hmm. yeah like the the place that you go to watch the 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 restaurant yeah yeah yeah
2: Yeah. uh (laughs) i would love if just the most accurate medieval times (laughs) restaurant someone has like gangrenous fingers half (laughs) the crowd dies
3: (laughs) um i also found another interesting thing about um like
2: uh, found in your brain
3: Yeah, recall in your memory palace, um, Sherlock style, which is what I call my brain. And um, the other day, I read about Genghis Khan killed four hundred million people, and that contributed to climate change because.
2: um, You mean his forty million? I'm sorry. Well, his Uh, hordes, not him personally. Well,
3: yeah, that'd be impossible. That would be a lot.
0: Even like ten people [SSS2] per second is still going to be like five or ten years of constant killing, constant murder. Yeah.
3: Yeah. According to a study by the Carnegie Institution's Department of Global Energy, it has concluded that the 13th century Mongol leaders' bloody advance, laying waste to vast swaths of territory and wiping out entire civilizations en route, may have scrubbed 700 metric tons of carbon from the atmosphere, roughly the quantity of carbon dioxide generated in a year through global global petrol consumption, by allowing previously populated and cultivated land to return to carbon-absorbing forest.
2: That's so little, he's
3: green. Well, that's Genghis a little. Green. That's
2: a little win one for white guilt, though. Genghis Khan, yeah. a little bit of balance. Well, no one ever brings him up. People always talk about like the Native Americans, and it's like, dude, I have never met a Visigoth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How often do you meet a Gaul? You don't meet a yeah. Gaul. <laughs> like, like Genghis Khan was a Mongolian fella.
3: Yeah, I don't get your point.
2: My point is, we're always blamed for all the eradications, mm-hmm. but then it's like, fuck, dude, Genghis Khan was brutal. Are we? I think so. I think. White... I think the
3: Nazis get a fair share. Of They're that white. As well. oh, okay, that's what I'm
2: saying. Like white You're people, white people have
4: Nazis. been the worst. Okay. Like we have been the worst. Yeah, you There's know, been a fair few genocides over the years that were totally perpetuated by non-white people. Sure, I think that's. a and
1: fair And what point. I'm saying is,
4: I'm glad. You know what I mean? I'm glad. I think that's the right way to look at it. <laughs> that's
0: the right perspective. <laughs> it's like of history. <laughs> every ethnicity can be horribly brutal to other people. Yeah, right across yeah. the board. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it helps us really... It's a good... It brings us all together. Put everything into perspective.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That's that's how we achieve world peace. Just realize everyone's so shitty.
1: (laughs) By the way, the fact that
4: um, plague uh, vaccine exists is still necessary. I didn't realize that even though in most of the Western world it's gone, there were nearly 800 cases reported worldwide in 2013, including 126 deaths. I'm glad you just remembered that. Plague is still a thing. That's
3: That's crazy.
2: I... I'm constantly terrified of uh, like.
3: That's like as many people who get hit by trains in the subway station every year.
0: Yeah, I think it's that many.
3: It's like something like 162 people get hit in the world. No, in, a, New in New York. Jesus. A wow. year. Let me let me I, Google it.
2: Kind
4: it of makes sense.
2: It's, it's, it's kind of brutal. Like if you started having plague symptoms, uh-huh. went to the ER. I mean I assume a lot of those people die. Well, first there's the third world shitty infrastructure aspect, but I'm saying if you're living here in LA, mm-hmm. you get the plague somehow. Uh, you you were fucking around with a gerbil, you got the plague, right? And you're, first
0: of all, you're going to be a little
2: embarrassed 151 because
3: 151 people were hit by trains in New York City in two. Wow. I would have guessed that's the entire number. How worldwide many people died?
2: Number. How many?
3: Of 151, guess.
2: Seven. 140. S- 17.
3: 53. 53. So 100 So wait, wait, are two less than in 2012. So, some of them.
4: Excellent. Does that so that means probably some of them are just someone who's leaning a bit too far over the thing and probably just like takes the shoulder and or spins like, off. Or like um
3: a chick on Twitter who's really funny, uh Liza Die. She got hit by a tra- she fell into the thing, like passed out, fell into the train track, got hit by it. She's a comic in New York and um ha- had her leg run over and like it's just it was mangled forever. She's so she lived. So
0: so her leg is fucked, of but she survived.
3: Live. Yeah. I mean she most, didn't
0: have to have it amputated? Like it was just She almost did,
3: but it's uh, it's uh yeah. She she got hit bad.
0: Wow. Yeah. yeah. And but, people
3: yeah, I think people get hit a lot. You yeah, gotta, but you you gotta mind that gap.
2: Yeah. People yeah. don't mind the gap yeah.
1: enough.
3: Oh my God. People just stand on the edge. Like, I know. They're like just tempting. Fi- like, I, I just, I think I used to do that for like a week and I was like, cool, New York. Like, I'm so <laughs> comfortable here. But then you realize like That's all it takes is it. one crazy person right. to just go, nah, like bump you. Yeah, my, or like,
4: even someone just to have a dizzy spell and knock into you. Yes. My My first week
2: in New York was also Sean Patton's first week in New York. And we were We went and did some spot, and then we were walking somewhere and we heard all these gunshots and it, but it was like in the village like there are all these gunshots, and then cops are showing up, and everyone's like hiding below cars but w- since it was our first week there. We were both trying so hard to not look like tourists ah. that that we're just like, Hey, fucking New York, look at you pussies under cars and they're like, This never happens here. Like, this is a very so safe funny. place. That's hilarious. But we're just like, Whoa, a couple of guys getting shot, what are you fucking losers? <laughs> and uh, and and like literally police are like, get down.
3: Like, <laughs> I did the same thing in Venice last like three days ago. There was like a helicopter that was like uh, Charlie Hernandez, please come out. We have you surrounded, come out with your shirt off and your hands up. And there was I thought it was like a video game at first because it was like right there. And then there was actual helicopters and they kept telling this guy, come out with your we have you surrounded, you right. can't escape. And I just was like outside looking like <laughs> and everyone was like freaking out about it though. Yeah. And I was just like, this happens all the time. Like, they, they'll know that I'm not him. Well,
2: it's all like the sound mixing in movies. Like, yeah. if they make a movie about New York, they're like, what stock sounds do we have? Sirens and gunshots? All right, yeah. throw that in there. Yeah,
3: but- In the village.
2: Sure. <laughs> Toph is like, was he a particularly sexy criminal? Right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> <It was> like- <laughs> Shimmy outside with your yeah. shirt
4: off. Be sure to flex <laughs> in both
0: directions. We're sending in baby oil. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we,
2: yeah, they, they finally got him for being too sexy. We've surrounded you.
0: We've- <laughs> He's too sexy for the laws of Italy. He's too sexy <laughs> right. for his bank. Yeah. It's the right said Fred crime spree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate those said Fred times yeah, yeah. <laughs> crime sprees. Uh, you know what a problem can be if you are too sexy, though? Hey, what's that, buddy? Infidelity. No. Yeah. Sometimes people aren't faithful. You know, there's a way you can tell if someone might have a predisposition towards what? infidelity. Are you talking about if someone's an infidel? I'm not talking about if there's <laughs> an infidel. <laughs> wait, wait. infid? Yeah, how do those words relate? Hold on a second.
4: Well, hang on. Is it a matter of not being uh, faithful to your, f- not staying faithful to your country? I guess so. Or might, faith? Yeah, yeah. sure.
0: Yeah. That's what it must be. Uh, well, the answer to whether you're faithful or promiscuous might lie in the length of your index finger. Men and women are either more inclined towards promiscuity or fidelity with your index finger suggesting which category you fall into, researchers say. While other species are generally either promiscuous or faithful to one partner, humans use both mating strategies. And previous studies have claimed that humans are in between being a faithful and promiscuous species. But a new collaborative study between Oxford University's Department of Experimental Psychology and Northumbria University found that humans are either more interested in short love affairs or long-term relationships the telegraph reported
2: so it's either going to be rainy today or it won't rain um <laughs> that's a good point people either want to uh be promiscuous or they don't
4: with the study is found <laughs> uh it cost
2: a billion dollars of funding and <laughs> wait
3: what's the index finger though okay get
4: so, it. So your first finger so is it yeah your index finger compared to your ring finger mm-hmm. is it does it say which hand the right hand okay
0: Mm-hmm. Well wow. uh they found that the shorter the index finger in relation to the ring finger, the higher the levels of testosterone that person is likely to have been exposed to in the womb, making them more promiscuous. One group had a ring finger which was much longer than the index finger, suggesting that they may be more promiscuous, while the other group had fingers which similar in length, um meaning they were likely to favor long term relationships. Mine are the same length. Mine are the index same. and ring. My
3: yours are about the same. My, about the
0: same. My, my ring's a little longer, isn't it? Yeah, your rings a, a little bit longer well, than mine.
4: Is, mine is more on my right hand, but I think that's because my index finger was got broken at some point.
3: Yeah, yours are even too. Jesse's well, Jesse's
0: index is it, longer than it you. all yeah, depends how you hold yeah. it, yeah. which angle you hold. Right. Okay. Well, try to go straight up. Go straight. Like okay. if you hold your hand in another mine's, person's mine's wife. Even. I think you're even. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Wait, let me see you. Matt. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think Matt's Matt's ring finger is yeah, longer. Yeah, your ring finger <laughs> is longer. Jesse's index finger is longer. You're faithful. I'm very monogamous. Also.
2: I always wear my foam number one sports finger while we do the podcast, <laughs> which I don't, I don't know right. if the listeners yeah. know that, but
0: I like to get pumped. I think mine are the same. I don't, I, I can't totally.
3: Well, let me ask you, Jesse, have you, uh, have you ever okay, cheated on lo- a girl? We have to stop, have,
0: don't we? Isn't this too loud now?
3: I don't know. You're this the one This might listening. be a little too
0: loud. That's God. ridiculous. Can I run to the bathroom? Yes. yes. Right. Yeah, let's take a fiber. Okay. We'll it's, see you guys when the uh, noise stops. All right. What are we talking about? Index fingers? Invisality. Index Okay. To, to sum up, uh, Matt's a whore, Jesse's faithful, Nikki and I are in between. Okay.
3: No, I'm okay. pretty fa- I'm, like, right on. Yeah.
0: But that means neither one. Like oh, it's, really? it's uh If the index finger is longer, that's a predisposition towards Being faithfulness. Faithful. So, yeah, it has to do with exposure to testosterone in the womb. You say it whole like it's a pejorative. I mean, <laughs> I am kind of slut-shaming here. This is true. Yeah, like, well, you I'm, are. I'm assigning But some... you're
3: saying... A, um, so you can slut-shame men. Yeah. Just as long as it's even.
0: Yeah. Well, I think
1: it's Maybe even... Maybe
2: that's
3: not true. I think it's
2: even no matter what, like, with the amount of... Like I'm a slut encourager, you know what I mean. So I feel I balance out slut shaming mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: with some slut encouragement.
3: Mm-hmm. But do you want a wife a slut? A, a girl you would call a slut?
0: I, I sure. I'd wife a slut. I guess. I mean, does that impl- does slut just imply has a? Has had a lot of partners. Yeah, but I don't no even know what it means. Partners, I don't even. That's the thing is, I don't know. We all know what
3: of- we d- refer to girls like that as girls who like sleep around a lot.
0: But you're saying, would you would you want to be with somebody if that's if they that era is che- ending and they're going to be faithful? I, well, now. I don't
2: consider cheaters. I
4: consider cheating and then slut. Like behavior yeah, those are or different two things. Different. But also, that's what I mean, what you mean by che- cheating depends on the rules you have set for your well, relationship. Yes, I mean, well, yes.
3: cheating is only if you're breaking the rules. Yeah, but if you're sleeping with other people under like an open relation type thing, that's not obviously not. And it's
4: weird
2: that we call it cheating because that means like we all want that goal. Right. Like if you cheat on a test, you're like, right, you're getting, the, you're getting what you, what you want. want without working as hard. So it's like, oh, you got to fuck someone else without heartbreak. You fuck got you, you cheater. Right, right.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of it. Because I think, I think you're right. I mean, I think that is the goal is to fuck as many people as we can. Yeah. So I think that it's almost right to call it that because it is what you, I, yeah. It's you got away
0: you with the thing that we all want. Right. I never thought of it. Damn it. Like yeah. Cheater. Like, you can't and shortcut and it like you that. You say you yeah. want
3: it. I think just biologically what you want it. Right.
2: Well, yeah, I think biologically you want it. I don't. I don't think. I don't think monogamy is natural. But we've talked about this before. It's like, I love talking about. uh, Like, if if you look at like our our history of our culture, right? It's like okay, monogamy not natural. Uh, People would take multiple partners. I'm talking like you know caveman style societies. But what? So so infidelity, all that. Not even infidelity, but. Promiscuity is very natural. But what's also very natural is if you come back from killing your woolly mammoth and you catch the girl you just banged with another caveman is you'd kill that guy with a fucking rock. That's also natural. So it's like...
3: Uh, no, it? It, it isn't.
2: I think it is. I think jealousy, well, you're, you're, jealousy was there for a reason I think too.
3: Cavemen are not what... Um, Like we used to live in bands of people where everyone would kind of fuck everyone, right? And then you would raise the kids as everyone would raise the kids because they're everyone's. Like it was no one's one kid. So I don't think there was that like okay until the until agriculture right. Men didn't own property. Men didn't own anything. They well, there was no surplus. Everything. Yeah, there was no there was no ownership. So, as hey, the soon town as- I
2: grew up in had uh, the Walmart had two aisles: hunting and gathering. <laughs> you know. know what I mean? This this fucking place. These rednecks, huh?
3: People. So, I, I mean, <laughs> the book Sex to Dawn that talks all about like non monogamy says that you know before we men owned property they didn't own a woman of course that's marriage came out of all of that Uh,
2: no I agree with like the I agree with like the pre-class I I agree with like the pre-class society but but we are bonobos but then it's like we're kind of chimps too like there's a little bit of that Uh, yeah but
3: we're very we're much closer related to bonobos I think
0: genetically, I think it's the same. We had I think it's a identical. bonobo expert on Yeah, me. 98.6.
4: But
2: we're
0: actually going to have the author of Sex at Dawn. You um, are? Christopher yeah. Ryan? Yeah. I love so
3: we'll him. Get to I did a podcast this. with him, and I, he's the best.
4: But then we also had um, yeah, Dr. Amy Parrish, who is a bonobo expert. She was on the live episode yeah. of different podcasts Oh, nice. And first, like one of the things she said is she avoids the word promiscu- promiscuous or promiscuity, because that is just defined as someone having more sex than you think they, sh- they should. Right, it's oh, a value right. judgment. It's, it's There's a, no number. Yeah, that's, it's, no. it's very much but like I it's subjective. Also, <laughs> subjective. But also yeah. that's semantics
2: because I don't apply a negative value to that when I say that word. When I say the word promiscuous... I mean, it, I mean it's, it's a, not even
0: whether it's good or bad. It's saying like that you know what the number is where when it exceeds that, it becomes promiscuous. Right, it's, exactly. not even, even it's not even if you don't even assign a being, value to it. It's like, yeah. how do you know what, what more sex than... You've 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 decided what the normal amount is and then what the excessive amount is. No, you're right. Right. So
2: my definition is like more than like one person a decade. Okay. (laughs) You know, it's like like fucking, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Have you guys ever been
3: in open relationships?
2: Um, Without knowing, sure. (laughs) uh, In retrospect. (laughs) In retrospect, absolutely. (laughs) Um, No, but I've been in casual, but, but that's the thing is like I don't, I don't know where that line is because it's like then it's it's like a best friend that you're sleeping with and they can sleep with other people. I don't I don't know what makes something like I, I'm articulating this very poorly, but like I've had casual relationships where it's like I know they're sleeping with other people, they know I'm sleeping with other people, but that's not like some huge committal thing, right? Where they're like my best friend, like rock I lean on, you know? I think
3: that is an open relation the, the latter that you described I've how had then, something
2: closer to that
3: yeah
0: where where it's well, like yeah. you are like a couple yeah and then, but then and
3: you refer to her as your girlfriend yeah
0: but and, then you, sexually, and you don't ask don't tell or you were openly discussing with each other how you have I, o- other things going on I've, I've, I've never done both. That. I've
4: done both
3: what, so what were your rules with the one that was open and you discussed it
2: and how was her index finger <laughs>
0: Where was her index finger?
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> never got a good look. Well, we discussed on a nightly
0: basis where her index oh, finger was. So. Yeah. The leaf blower is back up. Come on, oh. you're
3: the only one who cares.
0: The listeners are going to care, okay. but okay. I'm also the only one wearing headphones. Listeners don't know that you guys. I can tell how much this. Okay, is Okay, we're going to have to pause yeah. again. This
4: is silly. <sighs> that is absurd.
0: We'll get back to open relationships in a second. And we're back. We're chewing on air. Do we we we, we never mentioned air? in the very beginning that the reason you. You like to hear the sound of people eating, Mm -hmm. or did you say that? I love it. That's one of your ASMR things, which is the exact opposite of a bunch of our listeners who have misophonia. I mean, there's some
3: people on ASMR eating videos that are just gross, and you're just like, ugh, and I get it. But then there's some that like eat the way I like to hear people eat. I
0: can't believe there are YouTube videos of the sounds of people eating.
3: I mean, thousands. ASMR eating.
0: That's amazing. Um, We were talking about, well, first of all, I just looked over into our neighbor's yard for the first time in a while. And like this is this could be one of those things where like the rumor about how Jewish people have sex through a hole in the sheet came because uh people saw like laundry hanging out and right. they made their own assumption. Uh have you looked at the pool next no. door? They they have like a, a life size fake deer right next to the pool. That's great. <laughs> is that something we can like assume is now Jewish tradition, or is that to like scare off birds from like I don't know, well, all of my family the- have
4: they fake deer next okay, fake,
0: fake pool deers? Yeah. Okay.
4: Deers,
0: deer is not. Deer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no.
4: I know you don't have one here, but I assume that's just because over the years it just got stolen. I think over are its antlers right. a
3: menorah? What's that? Are its antlers a menorah? Its antlers are a menorah. Maybe yeah.
4: they just
2: threw a stag
4: party. Hey, now. Huh? <laughs>
3: Wait, Matt, tell us the open relationship
4: okay, yes. rules. Okay, Well, it's... it's ve- like, there's been a couple of times that I've been in... What do you rela-
3: prefer? Do you prefer to know everything or do you prefer to know nothing?
4: I think it's healthier to know... Maybe not every like every every detail, but I think it's right. healthier to be upfront and open. I think don't ask, don't tell doesn't work in the long run because that's basically an admission of I'm not really comfortable with this, but I'm letting it happen. Like that's what it. Yes, that's what it fundamentally is. Whereas, I think a sort of hey, this is what happened. Like I don't. I don't, here's partly a thing. I don't really get jealous over sex. Hmm. Like I don't. I think
0: I have jealousy issues. I, well, I most which, people
4: do. like, I'm not saying I'm immune from jealousy, and I, but I think
0: I'll kill a man. No, no but no, I think here is the I'd opposite be- <laughs> too. I mean, some people are turned on by the idea of that. So, yeah.
1: sure, yeah, yeah, I think uh, cock holding
0: like, and whatnot. Sure, I hate that
4: word. It's so weird. It's a weird word. See, that definitely doesn't do it for me. But like, there's been times where, like, uh, there's been at least one or two times where I've been in a relationship like that, and maybe not if not turned on, but just gone. Oh, you had a really good. You had a good night. Cool. You enjoyed yourself. <laughs> So
0: you—that's so logical.
4: Oh, that so is—that's so pragmatic. It's not, even, it's not even pragmatic because I'm not saying I'm—I'm I'm not saying I'm immune from lo- from from jealousy. But I think whenever I, whenever I have got jealous about something in a relationship, it's been Mad. more what? emotional.
3: Yeah, and I emotional think that that's, jealousy
4: or jealousy of a connection or time rather than. I just feel the fucking, same
3: way. I like my boyfriend and I are thinking about opening it up. Like we're going to, but like we haven't done it yet. And my whole thing You're is like, like we're
2: going to. I haven't told him, but we're, we're,
3: no, I've told him. He like literally. I have a joke about it. Like he he reacted like I proposed to him, and he was like a southern girl. Like like he,
1: he started oh, yeah, crying. Yeah. He
3: called, called his, his dad. Right. Yeah. Started a Pinterest board planning it. Right. Um. Yeah. He seriously. I've never had such a great reaction. But he was just like, I can't believe you told me that. Like he was so like excited and um. Wow.
0: And was d- the sex you had after that uh talk the best sex you ever had
3: it's yeah i mean it it really was and <laughs> because ever we talk about it all the time, and I think it's almost like talking about it like leads st- to I'm definitely one of those chicks that like i i am fueled like i get turned on by like hearing about other girls wanting him or like so he'll like tell me about past escapades that he's had and sure. i'm just like then what'd you do you know it's
0: really like,
3: because it, it's in my it's in the mm. past so it's like it's That's over.
0: such
4: a healthier attitude i
3: fucking love it but he's running out of stories so we got <laughs> he has to go make some yeah, more
2: yeah make new stories
3: yeah so like but my rules are very like i don't want a, an emotional thing either so he's right. not allowed to have her number he is not what? allowed. They're not allowed to just like stay after and cuddle and like hang out. Nothing like that. I mean, unless he wants to, and then tell me, and then we have a problem. You know, like if you want to, or it's an no problem, just with an another.
4: issue to talk through.
3: Or we have, or you want to be with her, and then I should but, know that. But and where do you? You should know that. But where do
4: you cut that
2: off though? Because if you, if you're having emotionless sex versus having a very intimate meal with a female friend not intimate but just like an actual connection like I have several female friends that are like great friends we go out we talk we get along it's fucking awesome it's, we're laughing it's right. like in uh, should that make a potential partner more jealous but then also the
3: well, combination of the two is what would bother me yeah that like everyone, everyone okay. has
4: cutoffs in a relationship I'm wearing mine balance. right now like no matter
1: <laughs> what was that? But no matter how,
4: just next level, bro. <laughs>
1: that was awesome, <laughs> kicking her up yes. a notch. No matter how
4: monogamous you are, like everyone has levels about what they are more or less comfortable with mm-hmm. their partner doing or being. Like unless unless you're at the level of like crazy abusive, you no, know, they're locked in a box. And if they so much as look at someone of the opposite sex, then whatever. Like unless you do that, you, in any relationship, you have to be open to a certain amount of. They have certain interactions with other people Whether it's just seeing someone and being Going, oh, that's an attractive, I, I fancy mm-hmm. them Or right the way through to actually having Sex with them, like, everyone has their line, everyone has their Cut-off yeah. and, well, and, everyone... and for me, that cut-off is on the other side of fucking
2: Well, yeah. well I mean,
4: my thing is like Look, no
2: matter what uh, If you're No matter what, you're I'm not gonna put a percentage on the amount Of the time But no matter what, you are pretending there's someone else During sex uh, you know from time to time that's a thing so you know but like, i
3: suspend or i i impl- i i just act like there's no way he is thinking about someone else even though statistically he has to at some point right. have been thinking Even though someone he's enough.
2: even though he's wearing an Oculus Rift and you're yeah. like <laughs> i've never i've never <laughs> yeah. once there's no about... he's calling you jenny you're yeah. like no this although is me although he only
3: wants to do it from behind and i know he,
2: it's weird you
4: wear the mask of yeah, another woman on the back of wear your
3: head a wig but yeah um
4: yeah no despite also- the blackface, it's still it's still good to <laughs> but that's the other like it can like the cuckolding thing or whatever you want to call it doesn't do it for me but th- there are times it can also be a turn-on to hear about like again like it's a sexy story it's like yeah it's that involves the person that i'm attracted you to you know
3: what it does is like it's for me and for our relationship, it brings back that um, excitement we had in the beginning, where I'm like, "Is he mine? Like, do I? Is sure. he gonna like me? Ooh. Like, where I'm kind of like have to fight for it. It's kind of like." I gotta be. I gotta keep my game up then, because if he's fucking other girls, like it's there's some there's a challenge there. I think, and that it that I like about it that it gets me excited again. Like, oh my god, maybe he's not mine. I gotta like I gotta get him. Like well, I every, love the chase.
2: Every girlfriend I've ever had, at least once a day, I say, look, I'm probably gonna leave soon.
4: You know what I mean? It just keeps them on their toes. Like <laughs> that's you good. good right? That's yeah. real good. No, it's healthy. Or just like if you just throw down those smoke bombs, and then most of the time you're still there when the smoke. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm not. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, I just, uh, but you know, I talk a good game, but like when it he goes through with it, like how am I going to feel? I don't know.
0: And well, then well, the, like, the that's other person has to talk hell a lot about it. So oh yeah, that th- other person is a exactly. whole person. Like you always think about it as that person is a person who's going to have sex with that person and then be gone. Like no, that that third party brings with her or him a whole well, set of real person emotions that might play. Into I this interviewed in a, weird
3: way, you know? a uh, open relationship couple, uh, Kurt Metzger and uh, his girlfriend. He's like engaged to her. Uh, comedian kurt metzger and they've been in an open relationship for for seven years and he they say that like never has one of the girls he's had sex with like been a a problem later on Being like i want more
2: yeah but like we've seen kurt you're dating like a hot (laughs) dude you know what i mean like
3: right but but also (laughs) i I, I, but this is my theory (laughs)
0: listeners don't even know but all
3: always girl girls uh but the guys would have sex with the girl and they always get very clingy and keep texting her and it has it becomes a problem and I think it's because it's harder for a guy to turn down sex even if he knows the girl has a boyfriend like he's like oh I can do this I can just fuck her and not care but then they get attached when they don't want to but it takes like a really down chick to be like oh you have a girlfriend and I'm just a side piece like there's nothing here to enter into that you already have to you're like weeding out that's a good call. Down to like a cool girl. Uh, I think men are
0: more attractive when they're taken. I mean, that's been proven, right? Women are more attracted to a guy. Yeah, but have you guys seen Kurt's index finger?
1: But if you talk, if you talk
3: to Kurt and Kurt's like, I have a girlfriend. I'm in an open relationship. We fuck people on the side. Like, to to hear that as a girl, I would be like, no, thank you. Like, because I want a relationship.
4: But the people who do are more likely to just be to
3: just be down.
4: I wonder also though whether the different attachment afterwards is partly because. Guys are very unused to the idea of women being the ones who just want just want to fuck once and leave, yeah. and it hurts that ego. Like, hang on, wait, wait, no, that's the, that's my thing. The, the The dude is the one who fucks and then doesn't return the Whoa, calls. Yeah. You can't do that to me. That's yeah. not right.
2: Here's my, I have, I have a, here's the deal. I think that no matter what, there has to be a certain level of intimacy involved. In your head, even if you're denying it. And I don't mean, like, sex should be emotional. Blah. I'm saying even if you're trying to have emotionless... Because here's the deal. Let's say I'm in an open relationship uh, and a girl uh, sleeps with me. I'm, uh, a girl separate from my partner sleeps with me when I'm in that open relationship. There, This is going to sound self-deprecating and like a joke, but like I've never been... If it's just physical, no one fucks me ever. Because I've never been the hottest dick in a room. I'm not what anyone's going for. Oh, I want a guy with weird balls tonight. Like, I'm not what any girl goes... <laughs> to, no group of girls like, I want a guy with a freaky amount of lower back hair. Mm. So so it's so
3: like... you're only getting girls who kind of want like a sure thing, like a relationship.
2: No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying we definitely have a mental or emotional connection because that enters into it heavily. But it's still... But but sexual, because just, they would is, just go fuck some model.
4: But, but I still say it's no. still... It's, it's a different kind of superficial to be attracted to someone's Someone sense of humor or their smarts smart yeah. so whatever yes. that's still
2: but, but I'm asking Nikki would that make her jealous because she's appreciating well, him for gonna, other
1: he's traits he's not gonna
3: just show up blindly to a girl and say do you want to fuck I have a girlfriend do you agree like he's gonna have to charm her like, and move. woo her and yeah. be charming and sure. funny and all those things sure. so Th- that's gonna. Pl- they're ha- gonna have to be attracted to each other in- on some level, which I, I have think to deal it's, with.
2: It's mildly abusive, though, that you talk about him this way and he's sitting next to you. Because I think we we haven't <laughs> let him talk the whole show.
3: <laughs> I have him on a leash, and
2: how hilarious that be it's just some sit,
3: like honey, honey, sit. honey. Nikki, <laughs> Nikki, <laughs> baby. I do want him to. I'm, as soon as I see him, I'm going to be like, show me your hand. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This reminds me. Jimmy Dore was talking about this on his podcast. He wouldn't mind if his wife uh, slept with a super hot guy, but he would be pissed if he found out that he was funnier than he is. Oh, that's what I get. Funnier is a deal breaker. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. When when girls date funnier comics, <laughs> um,
3: yeah, that's when my boyfriend wants to make me jealous or like joke around. He'll, he's just like, and she was so funny. <laughs> like he knows that will get me more than. Hot. Oh, of course, like, just of course.
1: Like,
3: <laughs> but because uh, that's the only thing that like. You know, I feel like I've like I've got that on lock. Like, there's other girls who can do everything that I do, but that's I'm the funniest I'll ever have.
0: Yeah, I, I, I used to get say. jealous of a girl I dated who had all these just platonic friendships with all these people who were at the top of their game and whatever they did, and she would always sing their praises. And then she'd be like, "What? I'm not sleeping with them." I'm like, "Yeah, but you keep like praising all these other guys, and that's just, that's almost worse." Who's that? Right? Baby? It's no one you know, really. I mean, yeah, how would you know this person? <laughs> nah, <It's>, good call. <laughs> So, women, be aware. Yeah, sometimes it's not all about sex. Sometimes you 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 can make someone feel insecure just by, oh, absolutely. Yeah, just like
3: talking about another person too much. And that usually is an indication that they're not not that this girl was cheating on you, but like uh, when people do cheat, they tend to talk about who they're cheating with a lot with their partner because they just, they're like falling for them and they just want to talk about
0: it. Or is that an overcorrection? Like
3: It could be that, too, but you know, I think it's just they want to... Making
0: sure to talk about the non-sexual things about this
2: person. It's like you know. having your OkCupid profile name be not a serial killer. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> totally not a guy that
4: stabs girls, dot yeah. com. Um,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> we
0: should get to... Some, we've only got to two stories, It does. We?
4: It does say, just to finish off this story, that um, Robin Dunbar of Oxford University said the differences are subtle and only visible in large groups uh, of data. He says... He told the Telegraph, human behavior is influenced by many factors, such as the environment and life experience, and what happens in the womb might only have a modest effect on something as complex as sexual relationships. So and there's the, the caveat. this was based
0: on a, Huge caveat. a study of 1,300 British men and women. Uh, they photocopied images of their right hand, and they also asked them how they felt about noncommittal sex. So oh,
4: okay. Yeah. So there we go. That might not be. Because I've, I've seen some of those. They've also linked finger length to sexuality as well. I can't remember the way that supposedly works.
0: But again, um, yeah, it's I've heard to possible of other
4: testosterone levels in the way. And
0: just general like power things, I've seen yeah, this same ratio talked about in other contexts. Should we should we move away from humans? We should probably get away from people. They're messy. Do you want to move into space or insects? Insects. Oh, spe- okay. Right.
3: Space insects.
4: <laughs> the worst kind. Uh, should, should we do the story that Florian uh, sent in about wasps and ladybugs? Oh, yeah. I like that or one. Ladybirds, as we call Do you call them ladybugs? <laughs> yeah, we, we call did. them ladybirds. Ladybirds. Ladybirds? <laughs> That's the first lady. Yeah, we-, <laughs>
3: yeah we, we did it right on that one. We yeah, may I'll fuck up when one. it comes to MCs, but that one we got right.
4: <laughs> you, you definitely did. Um, so this is wasps that may turn ladybugs into zombies with viral weapons. What are these pro-
2: protestant ladies doing?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Professional. Goes to pee. Sits down on the punchline. Right back at it. So parasitic dinocampus cochinelli wasps lay their eggs inside spotted lady beetles, which is a uh... lady, oh, lady right? beetles. That's another name for them. Hmm. Um, Coelomegala maculata. And the pupae hatch and spin cocoons, the ladybugs become zombie-like bodyguards. A virus that lives in the wasp's egg sac does the wow. actual zombification, researchers report in Proceedings of the Royal Society B.
3: Zombification? Yeah,
4: zombie, zombie bodyguards. So researchers found that a symbiotic RNA virus replicates in the host brain tissue, which triggers paralysis and tremors. Once ladybugs clear the virus from their system, they behave normally again. So rather than deploying a neurotoxin the wasps could be using this virus as a biological weapon against their hosts the authors so it just
0: temporarily incapacitates them to allow them to become this host for their eggs and then eventually they go back to normal that's exactly it that's bonkers that is bonkers how, it reminds how, me of the uh, the thing what's that game you recommended the black and white side scroller video game Limbo Limbo yeah when that thing like eats into your brain and suddenly you're just like ah, uh, you walk, walk a different in one direction. direction until you hit you those glow worm yeah, things those glow-worms. Yeah. yeah that game's great that was a great Sorry. game. Side
2: track. No, I. I'm always amazed at like even like pollinations, like what what types of animals are pollinators for different flowers. The fucking hundreds of millions of years that have to go in for that that relationship to evolve. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like just two two species relationships like that. Like
4: fuck, that's that's a lot of evolution. And, and this is this is basically three different organisms working together, because this is the the wasp. With the virus, oh, putting yeah. a virus into a beetle.
1: Yeah. yeah. Consider a
0: virus. Excuse me. If you consider a virus alive. A
3: virus in a beetle. Are we talking oh, about Yoko? You
0: just put a bit oh. of a virus in me. What was that? Thank you. Thank you. I missed it,
2: and Paul, you've put a bit of a virus in me. <laughs> I've just got a wee bit of a virus. Get, yeah, a, get a wee bit of a virus going.
0: Wait, so that was you were saying, Paul? So that was John. Okay, so now I should. Well, John's from it as the as nose. Okay.
2: John's from the bridge yeah, of the he nose. He talks like nee, me. he talks it's a little nasal. You okay, have to. Wha- you cool. have to vibrate so the I cartilage think- in the nose. What about George? Well, George, jo- well, George <laughs> is very simple because George is more of a Colin firth, flat lower jaw. So then oh. you're just doing a George. I'm just going to pop out for. Best? I'm just going to pop out for a Siggy. Uh, Pete Best, yeah. Oh, I, oh, I want to kill myself. <laughs> Fuck this. Oh, Wait, what's, what's your Ringo? Um, Ringo. It's all just freaky dingle. Because <laughs> I'm a bit from a bit north Liverpool. Do Paul the... again. Do Paul again. Well, Paul's from the back of the throat. So Paul just kind of comes in like this. No, right? he
0: doesn't at all.
2: Yeah, no, no, Paul I pa- think he does. Paul very much talks from the back of the throat. They, everyone knows this how Paul talks. He's very back of the throat. And then you have George going out for a ciggy. Um, Ringo coming at you. Mm, that jam. is so
3: good. It's too You know?
2: Huh? It's too suckling. I'm dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My best friend killed me and felt awful about it forever. Um, I he had a brain hemorrhage. He had a brain hemorrhage, but his brain hemorrhage came from brain trauma, and about a year before he had the brain hemorrhage, he and John got in a fight where John repeatedly kicked him in the
0: head, and what? he was comatose what? for a few days. I didn't know all this. They used to share girls and stuff. I'm a shitty Beatles fan. Uh, like at art school? I'm also a fan of the shitty Beatles. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Crucial taunt yeah. and the shitty Beatles. <laughs> Fucking crucial taunt. That's <laughs> a great
2: name, <laughs> Wayne's World. Um, crucial taunt's the best fake band name. <laughs> we got crucial taunt, shitty Beatles. Um, Speaking yeah. of shitty Beatles, let's get so, back to these lady. Well, okay. well, Stu Sutcliffe and John went to art school together.
0: Okay, mm-hmm.
2: and uh, they but they were like best friends, and they and but sometimes they'd they'd like share girls, but they'd also get in scraps. Uh, getting scraps together, and they were both Tustles. really uh, tussles, if you will.
3: No, scrapbooking. Scrapbooking. Oh, okay.
2: They were getting the scrapbooking together. Yeah. One night they were <laughs> scrapbooking, and John ran out of foam hearts. Oh. And Stuart Sudcliffe mm. did not like this because he did not want to use the lace hearts for this, and all he had were little sort of basket emojis. And they're oh, like, but it's not a picnic scene, right. it's it not a picnic scrapbooking. Yeah, yeah. So they wound up getting in a brutal fight where Stu's on the ground. Uh, John's kicking him in the head repeatedly He's comatose for like a few days ooh. Hemorrhages and dies a year later But autopsy we're
3: listening to this? Uh, yeah,
2: ooh. <laughs> 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 Autopsy report shows it's like from like severe brain hemorrhaging And John like never got over that Like his whole
0: fucking life I didn't know there was any culpability there Interesting Yes so That was like walk for a year and die syndrome It was like the a Bit of the old walk for a year then die Yeah. Also- Who is that, Paul? George, no, so no, 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 I'm still... I'm <laughs> I missing it all there's a difference between all these. There is a difference. I'm very John good. John <laughs> is the nose,
3: Paul is the back, uh, Ringo is the like, is jaw. The Ringo's
4: lower jaw and George's flat tongue. So the George is, is like savory and a bit of sweet. Mommy. And then George is bit... Oh, wait.
3: Which this is, is my bullshit, favorite by thing by to do. Okay. You know is, at Halloween the little mini chocolates yeah. that you get in like the... Tootsie Rolls? No, no, no. They're like Hershey's mini chocolates. Kisses? When took Wait, three
2: no, no's to put me or, in my place. Oh no, I see what you mean. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So Mr. Goodbar, Crackle. What, yeah.
3: Mr. Goodbar, Cracker Crackle, Special, special dark, dark, and Regular. Yes. M- give each of those to a Beatle.
0: Oh, like assign them which one they, okay. I, yeah. think, I think Paul is a crackle. Why? Um he's just like he's the, the most pop yeah, he's he's got the most pop sensibility To Like special dark has to be. Either George I or think John. Okay, John. I'm okay. going to say George is Crackle because George is obsessed with India and Crackle contains
2: Rice Krispies. Uh,
0: oh, what's the is rice grown in India? I'm not rice is like India's guy. number one staple.
2: Okay. okay, Basmati rice. Okay. I'm just going to go listen to a bit of Ravi Shankar. I'm 26 when the band broke up. I peaked real young. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spend the rest of my life hiding my crippling depression by getting really into fucking gardening.
3: I feel like well, it has to do with to popularity. I husband. think regular <laughs> is Paul because he's just, like, plain. plain. Dark is, like, uh, you know, the regular, but, like, darker,
2: so it's John. John, sure.
3: And then Crackle is, like, Ringo because he's fun. Okay, and then Mr. Goodbar yeah. is uh, What is it, Mr. Goodbar? Peanuts. 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 See,
0: that's why I'd give it to Ringo. I'm nuts. Oh, look at me. Okay, I'm being nuts. Yeah. But then that leaves who to get to, spe- to get the crackle.
3: George. Oh, George, oh George, jo- yeah, George okay, or Ringo right, is okay.
0: a crackle and Mr. Goodbar. Yeah, now that you say it, 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 Paul does have to be like the standard one. I yeah, guess. I think he standard does. He's the most chocolate. accessible. Right? Yeah.
3: Do you guys all have a favorite Beetle?
0: Oh, Paul, hundred percent.
3: Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Really? Oh yeah. John is such a blowhard. Also, one of the biggest hypocrites of all time. I mean, this wife beating guy singing "All You Need Is Love" and his first kid he didn't even like. He totally disowns and like oh, just the yeah. worst guy. Um, John's my favorite. Sorry. Uh, no, it's okay.
2: I don't like him for the uh, sort of profit reasons. A lot of people yeah. throw on him, like, "Oh man, he was this this guy piece." Like, no, I think he was a real uh, confused, depressed fuck up. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, it's, it's depressing, but I really
0: connect with like, like I
2: connect with him. I get, I get, like, people, I get it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, he wasn't as good a songwriter, and the people hold that against Paul that he was a better like that he could craft better melodies. I'm like, why is that a bad thing? He could, this guy can like churn out hundreds of the best, most catchy melodies of all time. Absolutely. I, I Wait, think Paul, who wasn't
3: as good a songwriter?
0: John was a shitty... So, melodically, John was a shitty... So, or a simple songwriter, a simple musician. Yeah, like, I think Paul, Paul was more of a technician. On, yeah, Paul... Paul's Paul
4: songs are the ones that jump around the scale.
0: Yeah, yeah, and Paul does the... You know, he can listen to like Band on the Run, and that's like a very Beatlesy, post-Beatles... McCartney's song he has these sort of like suites that have different movements to him and things and he did a lot more crazy shit like that first album Ram who would have thought after after the Beatles break up he puts out this weird album full of like Monkberry Moon Delight and yeah uh, Ram on it's just like the same line repeated over and over with a ukulele like it's fucking amazing and like John was doing more I mean Plastic Ono bands of me I don't know we can go for hours I just like
3: as a person I like George I think yeah
0: George is great have, have you read the the book that came I out with haven't.
3: that
2: Scorsese thing? No, um, I have it, but it's very heavy, so you
3: can fly back. I don't care with it. to know that much. It's about it's pretty any cool. One person or four people?
4: Yeah, but then also as a British kid, I don't. I think it was different in America, but in Britain, Ringo was the voice of Thomas the Tank Engine.
3: Oh yeah, he was oh. here too. Okay,
4: they kept the same narration. Wait, did you ever um, see? Did,
3: wasn't George Carlin also on? Um...
4: I think he might have done it again for America.
3: He, he didn't do the narration, but he was like the conductor okay. that would walk into the station. Didn't they
2: oh. not do their own voices for the Yellow Submarine movie?
0: Oh, I don't I know I think that. that might be true. It was like a... I'm not sure. I've never seen that. It's not that great. Okay, oh, okay.
2: The, the uh, little vinyl figurines that came out years later are super cool, though.
4: Just by the way, the actual paper that's linked to from the article about those zombie wasp beetles, the, the actual academic paper is titled, Who is the Puppet Master? Replication of a parasitic wasp-associated virus correlates with host behavior manipulation. I like the fact that they got a little cute. Who is the puppet master? Yeah. I don't know what that's from. That's the actual original paper. Oh, that's the actual academic paper that the article we read is based oh. on. I'm a Bit of a puppet master, and also because of the way we. were t-
0: now, wait, wait. let's all try to guess what that was right there. Oh,
1: that was definitely <laughs> that I was definitely Paul. That was Paul. Why, why am I always that was
3: Paul? Yeah. I'm into this.
2: I, I know, but we, but
0: impression. Andy and I have lived together for four years, so there's no, our listeners. Our listeners hate, strange... hate any attempt we make at accents
2: and whatever. The Beatles have always been no. They I hate gotta, the Australian, no. and it's only that one chick, Karen, and she's all. but she's like weirdly obsessed with us. Karen, we know what you're up to. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> do you
3: really need an Australian accent is very difficult. <laughs> a loyal an Australian
2: accent is super difficult. And
3: the thing, the reason is, is because we didn't grow up hearing it a ton. We grew up hearing a British accent mu- much more intelligent. television, say, and that's why Brits and Australians can do American accents so well because you watch us on TV. You know
4: what? I think Australians can do American accents much easier than Brits can because the Australian accent... No. Australian no. accent is kind of halfway between... No. Is, is, no. ...has elements of both. So an Australian to an American accent... In fact, even Felicity Ward... Dude, uh, I've,
2: done, I've done Werner
4: Herzog today. I'm killing it on this. Yeah, you agree. I'm just telling you that my Australian... you had a good accent day, Jesse. My Australian is not good. <laughs> had a, your Australian is woeful, but you've had a good accent day. Not a good Australian. Can
3: you do Australian?
4: Yeah, I can do... Uh, yeah, but it's kind of just more relaxed. Like, if I've already got I've already got British, so I just kind of go a little bit up Are at the end. Are you doing it now? Sentence.
0: I can't tell the if difference. If I go a little bit up at the end,
4: and it goes goes Australian. Yeah, I sometimes
3: can't tell sort of different between inflection At the end,
4: them. like that. Oh, no,
3: no. It goes
4: a
0: little bit up.
3: No. The, the <laughs> no. You just, you just
0: smile more. No.
3: I'm
0: trying to... Th- uh, give me a sent- sentence, and I'll, I'll try to... That's to yeah, that's give good. It, that's Kiwi. You just... Uh,
4: you just went Kiwi. And I always just to do this.
3: Summer Heights High. Do you guys, have you yeah, seen yeah. that?
0: Yeah, it's great. Fuck you, miss. Oh, Whenever I try to do one, I can't think of just the words to say. So it's like someone has to oh, feed you. Oh, it's blood Yeah. like this.
3: Yeah, that's, that's good. Kind
2: of most most people, when they do impressions, it just involves them saying or, something. Saying Australian. Or saying Australian Or doing saying an, Australian an, an Australian. SNL impression yeah. that someone has already done. That's because
4: every Australian starts by saying either Struth or Crikey. Right.
1: right. Well every like conversation- every, sentence,
4: every Australian sentence goes like crikey and yeah. then they and then they say the rest of the stuff. It's like the upside down question mark in
2: Spanish. Yeah. It's like you have to begin it that way. It's with a crikey.
1: Mm. Right. And like everyone
2: crikey. in the south
4: is like yeehaw or whatever before
2: they I say I was raised else. there. I know yeah. and it took me years to shed my yeehaw.
3: How do we not have a like an indicator that it's going to be a question like I mean, I guess why we have, have, like, when, and like, where...
4: And, like, New Yorkers, if, like, if you ever spoken to anyone in New York, you probably have, Nikki, because you've lived there for a while. No, you know no, they, no, no, I don't. Okay, well, if you ever do speak to someone from there, mm-hmm. you know that they say, like, New York before they say anything else. They say, oh, yeah,
3: <laughs> they do. They go,
4: like, that's why they do it, like, when you go into a shop New or... New York, you're right. They <laughs> say... That's why they say the name of their city. But that's well, to no, get it's the like right. no, exactly. It's like whenever I'm in Boston, it
2: doesn't matter if you're male or female. If someone comes up to you, they go, "Show us your clam," and then they, then they, and then they, then say, like, they say, the "Welcome thing. to yeah, our yeah. you know, Establishment. show us your clam." Welcome to the library. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the library, kid. Show us your fucking hoo ha. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think that uh, English is is a very illogical language, and like. Like, we put our adjectives first, which doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, if if you think about Spanish, if you were to... Or gonna, French or whatever. Yeah, if you were going to translate You find
3: it, out what it is before what kind before you of it, it is. Yeah,
2: apple, you like a apple, red, small. It wouldn't be like the small red apple. So it's like your brain is already narrowing down the shit. Mm-hmm. And that's a before smarter, you, smarter yeah, way to you're speak. Right.
3: But also in French, there are some adjectives that come before the noun.
2: Really? Oh, yeah, yeah like très difficile. No, that's an adverb. Very difficult. Yeah. Very is an adverb.
4: Are there actually that come
3: before the noun. Yeah, in French, definitely. Oh. Uh, I'm trying to think.
2: Huh. Very is um, an ad. What's an
4: adverb then?
0: Uh, an adverb modifies an adjective.
4: No, no, an adverb modifies a verb. Le, it can le, modify either. I'm sorry, it can modify an adjective belle-fee. or a verb.
0: Yeah. The pretty girl. Like someone can be uh, very truly. T- oh yeah. Decidedly tall, and that uh, decidedly.
3: Be- yeah, bell comes before tallness. A noun.
0: Good. Cool.
2: Okay.
3: And it's uh, okay. so
2: been accent and language. Oh, bell bottom jeans, sure.
3: <laughs> but I just, I just always, um, I want that backwards um, question mark because they just like know it's coming. We're just like, what is what this the sentence going to be
2: like? Oh, oh, nailed it! Nailed it! Ended on a high note. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Whereas they're call. just like,
3: what's the sentence going to be? Like they just can stick it.
2: But then again, we, every question does begin with the same.
3: But they have donde too, and K, and you know, like. Questiony words yeah. that could
4: start it uh, out. And also right. we, and we right. And we, have, we can do questions in English without having those question words at the beginning, just yeah. by changing the inflection. If you were blah, 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 wouldn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah you know, you can say, like, is it you true are that Jesse, that or you can go, is... you are Jesse?
0: Oh, right. Sure.
4: Which is, Actually, one's a question, it. one's yeah, a statement. It's
0: even more, What Spanish has... Uh, like no equivalent of like do for a question you know you would just state the the phrase the same way it would be as blah, a statement blah, blah? And right you, it yeah. would just be yeah it's like not do you do this it's like you do this or you By the way In French is, like, this
3: is way. it that you are a like that it's always is it the case is it you, the is it true yeah
4: um, mm. By the way, while we're talking about symbiosis of insects, there's one other story that was from a month ago, but we never covered. Hey, let's cover the discovery it. Discovery of some aphids that turn bad—a symbiotic relationship that turns.
3: I'm atheist. See, if they so would have. If these
0: in... insects would just embrace open relationships, they wouldn't have all right. these issues with parasites So, this mm-hmm. is a
4: species of aph- aphid that often forms a mutually beneficial relationship with ants, but will occasionally turn on its protectors, infiltrating their nests and sucking vital fluids out of their larvae. Hot. Sure. Many fuck ants yeah. and aphids oh, live together yeah. in apparent harmony. The ants protect and clean the aphids in exchange for a taste of the sweet honeydew these sap sucking aphids excrete. Fuck yeah, they do. But. Paracletus semiformis is not your typical aphid. It comes in two distinct, though genetically identical, forms. One with a rounded body and one with a flat body. Mm. So now David Martinez-Torres at the University of Valencia in Spain has discovered that the two forms have very different relationships with Tetramorium semilivae ants. The round aphids produce honeydew for the ants as expected, but... The flat aphids produce these che- three chemicals in their surface cuticles that are the same as those in ants. In this way, the flat aphids chemically mimic ant larvae, so when approached by an ant, the flat aphids lie motionless, tricking the ants into carrying them into their nests. That's fucked up. Right? Once inside, the aphid promptly pierces ant larvae with its mouthparts and begins sucking out hemolymph, which is the ant equivalent of blood, feasting on the younger its ant protectors. The ants that adopt flat aphids do not realize they're being parasitized by the aphids," said Martinez Torres.
0: "Don't trust the flat aphids, hey <laughs> man.
3: Flat bottom aphids, <laughs> you make them.
0: Yeah, Sir, Sir Mix A Lot's uh, song about these guys starts. Oh my God, look at that aphid!
3: <laughs> its bottom is so flat.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you are like forty and you're aphids. doing karaoke. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're the fun chick at the back. So bank. they mimic ant larvae, they get carried in, and then once they're in there, they, they just, lie still until they start sucking out.
4: They just fuck shit up.
2: Oh,
0: tricky God. The yes, aphids
4: It's like some some sort
2: of a. Uh,
3: what does an aphid look like? Does it is it the size of an ant? Is it much bigger than the ant?
2: I think it's smaller. I think their larvae are the same size, perhaps.
3: But ants are so small. Wait, aphids.
2: Oh, wait, fun? no. The aphids look like the ant larva. That's yeah. exactly. So the it, aphids sure. are so, so much smaller. And there's a picture in, so it, in this think- new scientist's oh, okay. story. one of these
0: is not an actual ant larva. One is a, an aphid. It's weird they put Mary Fuck Kill before that photo. Right.
4: <laughs> but it's uh but the caption <laughs> on the picture actually says the two ant larva imposters in the center are hard to spot. <laughs> so yeah.
3: Oh, that's interesting.
4: They look like the larvae. Mm. Tricky ass
0: insects.
2: So someone sent that story in, but but uh, surely there's no way to contact us if anyone wanted to.
4: Oh, there is, Jesse. What are you talking about? Well, you can email us at probablyscience uh, at gmail.com. we gmail got an email set up. we got an email set up. At probablyscience. But you oh, yeah. can also, more importantly, go to probablyscience.com. No. Where, amongst other things, there is a donation button. No way. That helps support bored. our podcast and keep it going. So people can send in what? Food? Uh, no, people it's send in canned, money. canned goods? Mostly money. Cash money. Uh, Jonathan but no Waltz. one does it. No, Jonathan Walt send in some money. Jesus Christ. People uh, do send in money? People send in money, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Caroline Laco has her recurring money coming through, as has Murphy Shane and a new recurring payment from Justin Broad. Justin, thank you. generous and a peculiar amount. I don't know whether... Maybe it was like a...
0: Uh, um, was it a different currency amount? Conversion different currency? I'm not sure. I don't know.
4: It's an... It's a non round number. Caroline, thank pro, you. Waltz, thank of you. Month. Yes, and thank you very much, Caroline. It's so and nice. The, yeah, really nice. Martin Millmore sent in some money. ice. Millmore. Thank you very much, Martin. Uh, and then.
0: Brody Chandler sent in his life savings, is what the description of the donation said. That so, is. And we feel really. That's a sad one. What has
4: Brody Stevens contributed?
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. He's contributed. Positive energy. Po- yeah. <laughs> his voice to one of our <laughs> earliest episodes. Oh, yeah? 818
1: science Tarzana. yeah yes
0: <laughs> hangover hangover 2 not hangover 3
3: cut um. out of knocked up
0: <laughs> um we also um have an Amazon link. We if you're going to do any Amazon shopping link. on Amazon, make sure to click on that link first. It doesn't cost you anything extra, and it kicks us back a little money. So if you want to, that's the easiest way to donate to the show without having it to is. actually go out of pocket in a way that you wouldn't already. That's cool. Um, it's out of pocket, man. <laughs> <it's>, I hate,
1: <laughs> you talked about this?
0: Okay, I worked on ridiculousness, and uh, Rob Deerdeck just started using the term out of pocket to mean like out of line. I'm like, no, that's a real term. That means something. <laughs> yeah, it means you're paying it for something with your, your own, own money. Personal, no, yeah.
3: out, he's saying out of pocket like is that's out man, of pocket. that's out of
0: pocket.
2: But 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 here's the thing. Become a thing now. Now people use it that way way. because he's so popular. So now you hear kids going really out of pocket. Oh, dude, that skateboard trick was out of pocket. Like now you.
3: (laughs) The thing about MTV is though that like anything you do on a show there is kind of out of pocket for. Like, because they don't give you any money to do anything. Well, I We've all
0: worked for a MTV yeah, show. Nikki, yeah. a former host of Nikki and Sarah Live on MTV. Yeah, uh, Sure. did they not even treat you guys? Oh, should we not be saying? <laughs> no. <laughs> we, I would have killed to have the Rob Deardick. Oh, Deardick had it good, man. Good, God, yeah, he that did. Guys, deal for the last two. Seasons. But you guys, you guys ran a great show over there.
3: Yeah, it was I? I it have no. Your first, uh, yeah.
0: will. first episode Actually, was with was my uh, high school friend
2: Kesha. It was very weird.
3: You went to high school with Kesha. <laughs> we dropped what? out together. Were you boys? Were you guys friends?
2: Uh, no, we, we weren't really friends. We were in the I same. I thought
3: you like dropped out together. Like you like took yeah. each other's we're hands.
1: We you and Louise. No, we were, like, no, <laughs> we were like, in the ramp. same.
2: We were in the same like GED class. We both we both went to Brentwood High, and then we like went and got Mexican food. And she's like, "I'm gonna go to L.A. and be a singer." And I was like, Yeah, hey, good luck with that, yeah. and you fucking twat." And then, uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. you know and why then, is she a twat? Uh,
0: just, no, I'm
2: kidding. It's okay, it's funny to me it's... because she's like such a millionaire, like yeah, <laughs> like
0: success. She got so much money, she took the dollar sign back out of her name. She doesn't even need it there anymore. She took it back out. Well, in Britain. How she's was
4: she on the show? I saw the episode, but how was she? She just, was awesome. Like, awesome. She was she's very nice. She
3: was probably one of the coolest people nice. we had on. Like she was just really friendly and she remembered us like when we were at the red carpet for the movie awards or something. Like she was just like, Hey guys, and like just normal and like I just and and I just like her anyway. I just think she's cool. And yeah, like doesn't give a fuck. Nah, I love anyone nice. who doesn't give a fuck. Because I give such a fuck, and you I give. So Miley Cyrus
0: gives zero fucks. Do you like her? No,
3: she gives fucks. She gives a lot of she fucks. She so many fucks. She does. Okay. Yeah, she Yeah, she gives a lot of fuck. She gives a lot. She gives a lot of fucks towards looking like she doesn't give fucks. Yeah, right.
0: Okay. 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 I agree point. completely. Yeah. Lady Gaga. How many fucks does she give? Zero. Okay.
3: Zero fucks. She she, she worked hard really but she sang really
4: well too the other
0: night.
3: Holy shit! Jesus. It was amazing. That
4: sound of music thing was yeah. Like that was legit. I was really the voice happy is very good. I can't stand any of those songs. What? I fucking hate the sound of music. Really, it's a terrible. Uh, anyway, we'll get in. I like, okay. probably upset people. It's the opposite that. of ASMR for you. Ah, it's awful. She yeah, she sung it very well. She sung. She did a very good version of the thing I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, the hills have eyes with the sound. Do oh, we yeah, have time know. for one last story? Before? Sure, hey, hey I say we do. why not? Let's, um, yeah, yeah? Throw it down the pipe, buddy. What do you? Um,
0: don't go out of pocket in this one.
4: Yeah. Do we, oh, do we, should we do corrections as well? Because. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, right. Jesse doesn't want to. No, of course I do. But it's, we always
2: we only ever do corrections with the shit I get wrong. <laughs> and you guys get corrections too all the time. And we
0: somehow just skip them on the show. I talked about you how I would correct- might have been wrong about that phosphorus thing. I don't know. How about the inbreeding in India? Uh, inbreeding N- in India. Never took a hit on that one. Oh, because I was just, try- I was maybe just being a little bit knee jerk sensitive in case that was uh, racist. But I guess you were sort of right on that one.
2: What do you mean, sort of right? <laughs> Inbreeding's a huge problem in
4: the slums of Mumbai. Okay. Anyway, thanks to Andrew Shue. Listen Listen to that. <laughs> okay. Listen to that fucking demeaning. Okay.
3: I don't know. I feel like Andy was coming from a
0: better place than you are on those things. What do you mean?
3: I don't know. He just like, you know, he, he was trying to be
0: I'm going to default to whatever makes uh, the least knee jerk. Uh, you know, I, I, I forgot what the actual thing was, and I want to look it up again before I uh, commit one way or the other. But yes, okay, fine. Yes, it was... uh Okay, so
2: here's a bunch of shit I'm wrong about (laughs) that uh, people wrote in about. Um, Turns out there's a ton of Enigma machines that are still working. Way more than three. The uh, Cryptography Museum in Berlin has a bunch. And uh, although I was right that Sir Mick Jagger owns one and has donated them to be used in films, there's like totally way more than three. And I'm an idiot. (laughs) It's... Um, I'll the guy, the guy said, I probably heard it on like This American Life or something, or or Pawn Stars or some bullshit oh, thing okay, like that. Yeah, yeah. Where I think I did. I think that's how it infiltrated my uh, my brain. There.
0: Also from that same episode with Barry. Um that great story about the Who tour bus hitting a kangaroo, thinking it was dead, putting a Who jacket on it, mm-hmm. only to have it like pop up and then run off, and now there's a, j- a kangaroo with a Who jacket living out in the outback. Right. Unfortunately, probably it's apocryphal. Very much apocryphal, and there are versions of it with lots of different kinds of jackets well, that there, have been told.
4: There's another story that's kind of close to it that I heard. Again, it's clearly bullshit. It was clearly a joke that got turned into a true story that a friend of mine but it was about there's the various versions of it, but it all involves normally some kind of Russian or Chinese businessman wanting to hunt a bear or a, or a, like a president or politician. They want to hunt a bear. They want to hunt
0: a president or president. And the
4: only bear they can find, the only bear they can rustle up in short notice is, is from a circus. So they, like, so they get a bear from a circus and put it in this bit of the woods where the, where the guy's going to be shooting. At which point, uh, a cyclist who doesn't know what's going on cycles along the same path the bear sees it like leaps out of the woods knocks the cyclist off who runs off takes off on the bike gets onto the bicycle because it's a circus bear And rides. Yeah,
2: because they ride they ride normal bicycles in the circus. No, no custom
4: made.
0: Yeah. Also, by the
3: way, I was just curious because won the Tour de France. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that bear was Lance Armstrong. (laughs) (laughs) I just looked up the plot summary to Kangaroo Jack, and uh, on their way to Mister Smith, they run over a kangaroo. Louis puts his lucky jacket on the kangaroo. I was going to
3: say that's that's the plot to Kangaroo (laughs) Jack. Charlie's
0: sunglasses. They think the kangaroo looks like Jackie Legs, one of Sal's goons. The kangaroo then regains consciousness. And hops away, but there's mm. one problem: that fifty thousand dollars was in the jacket. What? So maybe that's what we were thinking of, or uh, the possibly. Opposite. Yeah, I like when you have to read a whole paragraph of a movie plot
2: before the caveat. <laughs> you know what I mean? What like, do you mean, like it's like the most complicated
4: fucking setup. But and the
1: then, money but there was, was fifty thousand. Right.
4: Yeah. Um, do you want to do a story about light traveling slow? I, mean, I the just speed like to lights? do
3: one more correction. When, okay. Uh, I just want to remember when jesse said that there were no trees that were 700 years old yeah yeah no, it's important, that that so rec- wrong, no it? it's important for it us like to like recall that was no it's important it was brutally wrong and i just I, in case people stopped listening at that point and then jumped ahead for whatever reason uh, we he, jesse was wrong <laughs> i was and super sorry wrong. about it you know and what try not to do it again but we know he will
2: <laughs> i'm not sorry about it because you know what i give zero fucks nikki
3: no you you really
2: don't give zero fucks shut up off mic off mic shut up shut the fuck up I'm working on it. I'm giving less fucks. I don't know, man. The fucks take a while to
0: dwindle. Yeah, No fucks asked and none given when it comes to Jesse Case. Nah. You,
3: yeah. you give considerably less fucks than I th- than you did when I first met you.
2: Ah, that was too many fucks. Yeah.
4: Way too many fucks.
2: Guys, what do we got? I don't know. What well, do we I have? think
4: this is quite a fun story. It's from, again, this is from a few weeks ago, but we never got around to it at the time. A team of Scottish scientists has made light travel slower than the speed of light. They sent photons, individual particles of light, through a special mask. It changed the photon's shape and slowed them to less than light speed. But the photons remained traveling at the lower speed even when they returned to free space.
3: Did they put the light in a Ford Fiesta?
4: Hey! Take that, Ford. Yeah. Uh. Shitty car. <laughs> we
0: slowed down the light! No. no. I mean, I see where you're going with that, but... uh What, what is that? He's trying to be Scottish. Oh, trying to be okay, Scottish. Okay. Maggie, hey, slow down the aye, light. Slow okay, down the okay, light. Okay,
4: okay. so <laughs>
0: <laughs> a team of Scottish scientists right, run these right. protons through they this travel sp- slower okay. than the speed of light. Okay. They sent
4: photons. Shoot the lasers through the haggis. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the collaborators from Glasgow and Heriot Worth Universities are members of the Scottish Universities Physics Alliance, and they published the results in the journal Science Express, which is the only science journal that's also a musical.
0: The speed of light is regarded as an absolute. Is that Sean Connery is Scottish, isn't he? Um, he is Scottish. Oh, he is
4: just. Um, so the speed of light is is around one hundred eighty six thousand two hundred eighty two miles per second. I don't know why they've done it. Miles per second run the meters. Per I'm seconds. a Russian submarine captain. So that's cool. <laughs> For some fucking reason, comrade,
2: comrade. <laughs> I'm a Russian submarine. I love the the um, the Kevin Costner Robin Hood. He just refused to do an accent. Yeah. Yeah, no. everyone else had a British accent, and he's like, "I'm
4: Robin Hood. This is Nottingham. Uh, I'm not good with accents. I don't know." Um, so light does light does go slow when it's going through things like water or glass. That's why uh, refraction happens. But then when it goes back into free space, it speeds, speeds up. up again. Until but these protons now. don't. <laughs> Uh, photons.
0: <laughs> photons. No, just the fact that you're like perfectly stepping over it was what I was laughing at.
4: But, uh, yeah. So, two and a half years ago, the, the experimenters set out to see if they could slow down light just a little and keep it moving more slowly. They built what amounts to a racetrack for photons, the individual particles of light. They raced them in pairs. One photon they left in its normal state, the other was sent through a special mask. The mask forced the photon to change its shape and travel slower than the speed of light. Um, After the mast, the photon is launched into a sort of racetrack about a metre in length. Then we take the time in which the unshaped photon finishes the racetrack and the shaped photon's time as well and compare the two times. If they'd both been travelling at the same speed, which is the speed of light, it would have been a dead heat, but the reshaped photon came in second. Mm -hmm. Only by a few millionths of a metre, but that's significant when it's light. Um... So I still don't know how... a
0: did of a meter? They... Yeah, oh, yeah, yes. Tininess.
1: <sighs>
0: I think that's just uh, error. Error, right? What's yeah. The, what's the margin of error? It does seem like this is breaking some fundamental rules. And I, I don't understand how they changed... When they say they changed the shape of a photon... So they said putting it through a mask? Yeah. It says it's like... Um, or as you
3: said, a mask? A mask. It's
4: a software-controlled liquid crystal device. The mask looks a bit like a bullseye target... And that mask patterns the light beam and we show it's the patterning of the light beam that slows it down.
2: I would give five bucks to have any fucking idea what's going on mm-hmm. right now. I
4: um
3: there is a pattern on that light beam, so you can take it to Shark Tank and really
4: <laughs> Yeah sell it to <laughs> so the how it interacts with itself. This comes down to wave particle duality. Mm-hmm. So light light and in fact anything really, but it's only really significant when it's really tiny. ...can function as a wave or a particle. So electrons also can function as a wave as a par- or as a particle. Um, sure. So, which is kind of... It, there's all sorts of very weird experiments that can be shown with that. Like, they can send what should be a single photon of light... Um, ...through two different slits, and then there's a diffraction pattern. Yeah, no, I know, and I've seen that. Which the... is which is nuts. So if you should think, if there's just a single thing... ...it can only go through one of the two slits in a piece of card or a screen... But actually, that single photon somehow can split both? up, go through both, and then interact with itself as if it were just a wave.
3: Oh, wow.
4: So that's what wave-particle duality is. It has both behaviors. Uh, it exhibits some of the behaviors of a wave, but also some of the behaviors of a particle. Okay. Um, and and so that seems to be what's key in managing to slow this down. But... It's
3: like a bisexual photon. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure.
2: Sure. Sometimes it's a broton. Sometimes, uh, uh, sometimes it's a hoton. Sometimes, good call. Good call. Co- <laughs> some-
0: before hotons. Yeah. Right? Sometimes
2: yes. it just wants some noodle soup from Vietnam.
4: But it mm. also this could affect other scientific experiments because anything that involves timing things with light, they might need to look for tardy photons. It turns out there's some potential. Light doesn't always travel at exactly the speed of light if it's already interacted with a screen in some way.
3: Uh, one more. Sometimes it's a mm. cubed piece of bread that's toasted and put on salads.
0: It's a, cr- a croton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah.
3: I have to pee. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I mean, like, just fundamentally, it seems like this is breaking some rules and it's going to be refuted, but I I can't pretend to totally understand it.
4: I know we have physicist listeners, yeah. and we're going to post a link to this story, like, for yeah, them on our, on our website. I want to understand this one because I'm having trouble.
0: And even the fact, now that I think about it, like, we accept that light travels different speeds in different media, and that's why you can have a prism. That's why, you know, things look different sure. on the bottom of a pool. But even that, when you think about it, I'm like, wait a minute, that doesn't that. Break those same rules, so maybe I just don't understand well, what.
4: So the speed of light is the absolute limit. It's also the speed of information. So nothing can go faster than light. Mm-hmm. Including light can never go faster than. Well, the speed of you've light. never heard of Mr. Freddie Mercury. Well, that's true. Oh, okay. I wonder where that fits in. He
1: with the was science. just
0: right
4: at the speed of light. Well, he was at the
2: speed of light, but also supersonic, yeah. which is redundant.
0: 200 degrees that's why they call him Mr. Fahrenheit I believe. Yeah, but he's traveling
4: at the speed of light. But yeah. he wants he's at He'd also the, be incredibly like, infinitely heavy at
0: that point. He'll make a supersonic man out of you. So you'll you'll break the sound barrier. You'll be You're only going to break the sound barrier. He's, he's not at the speed break, of light. Okay, yeah, yeah. You yeah. guys are still not going to see I mean he, he might go back orders in time. are way way faster. Yeah, what he's doing
4: is like yeah, that's like
0: someone Lightning who's seven just...
2: foot
4: going like, yeah, and
0: you're also ten inches. Right.
4: <laughs> yeah, like not even. I think even the ratio there is off no, by like balls like of a magnitude. M- a millimeter.
2: Yeah. Long
0: story short, just don't stop him, especially not now. Don't stop well, Freddie you Mercury. Now. you wouldn't be able to stop him.
2: Yeah. Well, why not? He'd have infinite momentum. Well, he's having such a good time. Okay. <laughs> that's what we call yeah. <laughs> infinite momentum. Is uh, you not know, not what this podcast has. If you if you want to have a good time, <laughs> you know, just give me a call. Don't stop. But don't. Stop me! I'm having a good time.
3: Ringo, is it Ringo? Just kidding. Who? What is that?
0: Queen. Uh, don't oh. stop me now. Don't stop me. Oh God, it's the best, right? They're so why, good. Why is Queen so great? I don't know, man.
2: People love Queen. They're just the best. They're the best. They're like uh, Glee, but not annoying. I don't know. I don't know how to yeah. describe it. Yeah. On paper, it should be the worst band. It should be right? on paper. <laughs> if I read a description of Queen, I'm like, "This is uh, like I'm never listening mashup. to them." A yeah. space nerd, a closeted gay guy, Yeah,
0: singing uh. about bicycle races and <laughs> fat asses. Yeah, that people yeah. with
2: a uh, uh, baroque fashion sense, um, <laughs> weird, <laughs>
0: We're like twelve part harmonies. This should be the worst music yeah. ever.
2: Operatic, like arpeggios. It sounds and terrible. How it all works? It's the best. And then you just listen to it, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm super on board." Mm-hmm. I'm immediately on board. I'm not stopping it now. You can't stop.
4: Um, we're going to, yeah, if any of our physicist listeners want to explain exactly how it carries on going slower. Or any good old-fashioned
2: lover boys. Right in. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but um, Nikki, how can our listeners find out more about you and your work?
3: Oh, I would just follow me on Twitter. You definitely should. Glazer.
0: That's two Ks and an I. That it. Two eyes. I mean, well, yeah. yeah. I assume the first eye is assumed.
3: (laughs) Just two K sandwiched in In (laughs) eyes, and then an N for a plate.
0: And do you have
4: shows coming out that our listeners should attend?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna be in. um, I don't know when this is going up, but uh, I'm gonna be in Denver and Phoenix and Calgary and Portland and Bloomington, Minnesota, coming up.
4: Those are a lot of shows. And
3: Raleigh, North Carolina, nice within March and April.
4: Excellent. That is a very nice itinerary. That's a great itinerary. All of it's those places deece. are awesome.
3: I just had a really rough one. I had like uh, Edmonton, Canada, and then like Traverse City, Michigan, which both cold. were great, but so cold. Yeah, I was so just no. in
4: Toledo and Jesus. Indianapolis and crazy. Oh, were like, you at a Comedy Attic or n- Crackers? Uh, no, Indianapolis. I just did Bob and Thomas. I went there. But, oh, nice. Okay. Um, and then Toledo was a new club called Laughs Inc.
3: Oh, was, how was it?
4: It was nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's only it's less than a year old. And so they're building it, but they actually, the people there like comedy, and they want to make it a Laugh good club. Called the Laughs Sync? No, the uh, Laughs Inc. Inc. You know, because like they're it used incorporated. To be, yeah, it used to be like Laughs and, and Sun.
3: Right. And then they, go then they decided like Yeah, right.
2: Yeah. Uh, the Big Laugh Industry is really fucking this country.
0: I heard it uh, was cuz it's like Laugh Jr didn't want to like follow his father's footsteps. He wanted right, to break up his own.
3: well, the company, don't even get so. me started on the Giggle Brothers. <laughs>
2: the Giggle
0: Brothers are yeah. a fucking mess. That's <laughs>
2: <laughs> No, but Laugh Jr started Sad Shack. I remember that. Yeah. He went uh, totally right. the other way. Yeah. Mm.
0: Sometimes you can't force your kid to follow in your footsteps. Like, no.
2: they just going to No. Rebel. No, the Chuckle Twins had that whole thing nailed down. Mhm.
4: So. <laughs> please do follow Nikki on Twitter. She's very funny. And go and see her gigs because she's an awesome comedian. Thank you. Go to yeah. those. And uh, w- Jessie, are, are we allowed to talk
2: out? about any of the other stuff? You just recorded a thing.
4: And yeah, I just shot thing. a pilot,
3: but I don't know anything about it. Sure. I'll know something in March. So if you hear about it, that is happening. That's great don't, news if it's you not hear about happening. it. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. So maybe check out that thing that you don't know about. But yeah, will. but
3: you won't hear about it if it doesn't happen.
4: But you should follow her on Twitter because presumably if it does happen, then you Yeah, you'll if be I do
3: like a string of tweets that are like sad it's because it didn't happen
4: <laughs> <laughs> or because it's a Tuesday <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesse and the stuff coming up
0: uh, I guess I'm just going to tease this will come out ahead of the announcement so you're you're hearing this first but um, tomorrow Wednesday we're putting on sale the tickets for the Bridgetown Comedy Festival and announcing the lineup and um, we've got a lot of cool stuff including a Dr. Katz 20th anniversary celebration with Jonathan Katz and Janine Groflow, Dana Gould Brendan Small and Andy Kindler who's never done Bridgetown before. Um, And the lineup itself is amazing. Lots of great comics. Neil Hamburger, Matt Bronger, Moshe Kasher. Do people find
3: out if they got on the festival before the
0: lineup gets posted? Uh, We sent out... The emails over the weekend, and I saw a few uh, people on Facebook saying, Yeah, like, yeah it's I hard to time accepted. everything because you wanted to make sure that those people all reconfirm they're still available before we made the official announcement. I shouldn't even be saying this, but whatever. Um, you guys heard this in advance of tomorrow's announcement. And we'll be doing a live probably And we'll be Science. doing probably signs at the festival, so nice. it's happening May 7th through 10th up in Portland. You can go to bridgetowncomedy.com for info starting tomorrow around noon, but you at least have that little teaser for now.
4: Awesome. And I'm going to be in Alaska at Chilcot Charlie's in a few weeks. Whoa! I've heard that's
3: so fun, and I saw it on the Todd Berry uh, DVD.
4: I've heard it's fun, although it's also Alaska, and it's still going to be friggin cold. But I've yeah. heard good things. So I'll be there. Um, and as always, you can find all of the stories we covered and, and the donation button and the Amazon link at probablyscience.com. You can email us, you can tweet us with any questions, comments, clarifications. Please... Subscribe if you're not already subscribing. Write nice things about us on iTunes or Stitcher or whichever program or medium you use to listen to podcasts. I'm
2: I'm I'm at Federal Bar on Thursday, and then uh, this is the um, the Improv on Sunday, and then I'm at Meltdown the following. Go and see Jesse in those places. You just go to at Jesse Case, because I was... I was going to plug my shows, but then what we started talking about, and then we started closing out the show, oh, no, I don't know what to do. Cause I, no, because I feel rude now if I sneak back in. And Nikki was right. I do give too many fucks still. I have to stop doing that. It's, no, it's unbecoming. And I, I don't even know what becoming means. very becoming. <laughs> Guys, I was just Oh, actually, talking, as long as we're still plugging to stuff- to Next I, week.
0: I, I, uh, this is so out of order. I'm sorry. I just forgot to mention, uh, we remastered and are uh, putting up the audio from the first three years of the LA Podcast Festival. So yeah. I don't know how many of our listeners are also podcasters. I figure there are some- uh, tons of useful information if you want to check out the LA PodFest podcast in iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts. Um, yeah, subscribe and you can listen to some funny people talk about the industry of podcasting and give you some hot tips.
3: Ooh, I have one more thing to plug yeah, it. Uh, in my phone. It's like has... 30% I'd like oh, to yeah. oh yeah we have
0: one, we we
4: definitely. Have one so do that yeah. if you're a fan of Nikki pl- make sure her phone is charged I have this uh,
2: I got, oh I forgot I have another plug um, I have this little bald spot so I, I oh, need cool. to go someone needs to oh, take yeah, that yeah. or just get some oh. hair in there okay. also I've
4: just found out through Twitter that I'm on Comics Unleashed tonight
3: that's awesome hey. who yeah. did you do it with
4: uh, I did two episodes and this is this one is with hang on it was Brett Ernst and I can't remember who else was on that one cause, um, do
0: you remember how Byron set you up
4: Perfectly, with with the flawless ease of uh, <laughs> 30-year a thirty pro- year veteran.
0: Obviously, but do you remember what the what the uh, segueless uh, question he asked you was? <laughs> here's here's what I
2: worked
4: out is, Matt. I heard you don't trust gypsies. <laughs> <laughs> well, that comes from my family, and I'll tell you about my family. Yeah, <laughs> That's unrelated. So, and then you do and then you do a bit about your family. That's how it works. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Yes, sorry um, about
0: the audio problems in the beginning. Patty it's Vasquez, neighbors. there we
4: go, and Lewis Ramey, there were the other two people. Excellent, uh, uh, and pronounced
2: uh, Nikki, thank you so much, everybody. Please go see her on uh, on tour and uh, watch on the TVs and stuff. Um, and uh, hey, you're welcome. We will
4: see you next week. Yep. Bye.